an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLplasma.com. Welcome to Consumer Car Buying. I'm your instructor, Alan Roach, for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Here's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, the rebates, and from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And so begins the sales circus. You've seen it. Balloons and costumes. Super low. Come on. Payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. Know this class. There is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time, and make your experience a great one. That's it. And that's why you'll love these guys just like I do. During the Jeep Celebration event, get a great deal on over a 1,000 vehicles, 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85. KKSE, Parker, Denver, Nugget home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. And a ground ball to Desmond. He'll take it to the bag himself, and the Rockies win it 10 Wade Davis gets the save. Brian Shaw will get the win for Wade Davis. His 21st save of the year. His 100th career save. And the Rockies have put back-to-back wins together. Bullpen was solid. The Rockies survive. And I ran over a squirrel on my way to work this morning. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Just after 7 o'clock on this gorgeous Thursday morning in the Mile High City. Yep. That kind of morning. Don't you always just have oh, that like cringe feeling? Like, oh, 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 no, 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 dude. It was awful. Yeah. Was, and, and I hate to even talk about it. I even considered, do I even bring this up? Cause I don't want to ruin anybody else's morning, but I'm leaving my neighborhood. And of course I'm going to bring it up. I'm leaving my neighborhood and there's a cyclist on my right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just a two way street. So I can't like move. And here comes this squirrel dashing across the street the last second. I see it and it's moving. I said, hurry up, bud, hurry up. Cause I can't slam my brakes. Yep. And instead of hurrying up, it stops and retreats, right? Mm hmm. boom. And you just, you know that I, feeling. It's just, it's just the, I mean, at that point, I, I want to stop everything and just sit and rest for a while. So uh, two questions for you on it. Yeah. Cause this is what did I debate in my head. Anytime one of these situations rolls my direction, did it hurt? Not that. It is, uh, one, this is about what you do. Yeah. One, uh, do you swerve or do you just figure I'm going to stay on my line until he knows where I'm going? Yeah. Cause you think the squirrel is smarter than you are. Right. He, and that's why I'm guilty. That's why I feel so guilty is cause I swerved to my left just slightly. Yeah. You turned into him. You have to understand there was a cyclist to my right. I couldn't swerve right. There was a cyclist right on my shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do I take the cyclist or the squirrel? It's well, my choice I gotta make. You made, I think you made the right decision. But I, I, I'm a firm believer and it's hard to do because yeah. your instinct is to stay try to line. avoid. Stay the line. You gotta stay the line. Yeah. So that was my first question. Second question. Do you look in the rearview mirror to see what happened? 
you know, I was trying to look at my tires, right? <laughs> and, and it was, I hit a light and I opened my door just to look at my tires. Oh my God. I know, I know. You're looking for carnage uh, I, or what? I, it's just, it, it really threw me <laughs> off this morning and I'm going to have a bad day. I know I am when it starts that way. It's going to be a bad day. There's no doubt about it. How much worse can you start your day than by taking a squirrel out? Well, I mean, I can probably think of worse ways, but that is not a good, uh, it's not getting off on a good foot. It's not a good start. I'll so, give you that. So we're coming up with our, our, our conclusion is if you're in that situation, if you find yourself in that scenario where the squirrel is second guessing himself, whether or not he wants to cross the road like Frogger, okay? Yeah. And retreats, stay on your line because the squirrel sees you knows what you're doing, and is fast enough to get out of the way. Yeah. But if you turn into him, sayonara. It's essentially, and let's just tie this back to sports and have this timely, the squirrel is a goalkeeper on a penalty kick. He's guessing. Does he yeah. want to go right or left? Yeah. And if yeah. he guesses and then you turn that direction, you're out of luck. That's what happened. I mean, do you ever get really fatalistic? Like, after that happened to me, I got self conscious and like wow the fates think about that that squirrel this morning it was just trying to dash across the street to go visit its pals probably had big plans they were going to go down to the creek and swim it's going to be a nice day going to go to the uh, garbage can outside of denny's hang out there all day chase down some nuts here comes this jerk wagon Uh, yeah, he's probably thinking, you know, this guy's got all these fancy things in his car yes. to steer him in the right direction. Yes. And he and cannot he, handle the road. He can't avoid me. You know who I blame? The cyclist. Not yourself? The cyclist. Because you could have gone to the right? I could have easily swerved right and avoided this whole thing. Did the cyclist have full regalia? Like, looks you know, like he's racing for 7-Eleven no, team no, in he, 1988. You know, you know, I get on a bike all the time. I yeah. ride my bike all the time. Are you full regalia guy? Uh, when I do look on Mountain I am, yes. But like, do you have like logos and stuff? No. I wear usually just a t-shirt, but I wear the pants because the butt hurts. Because of the butt, it's got a butt pad? Yes. Okay. If you don't wear the butt pad, your butt hurts. Okay. But the problem I had today with today's cyclist especially was just the intense, aggressive look. Like that arms extended as if he is finishing off the Pyrenees here. Yeah. And we're in the middle of the tour. I go, dude, you're just going down 32nd. Calm down. (laughs) I could hear him breathing from outside my car. Calm down. He's out getting a workout before 7 a.m. I'm impressed. Look what it cost me. So I took a life. You took a life this morning, and this pales in comparison. It's just a recurring theme on the show, so I like to keep everybody updated. Uh, Once again, no Denver Post. Now, is it because yesterday I mocked them on Twitter for misspelling Columbia? I hope so. I hope that's the case. I and hope someone takes it personally enough to where they remember who it was, who you are, know where you live, yeah, and get a hold of that delivery guy. And like this guy gets no paper today. That'd be awesome. Because uh, I'm uh, I'm sort of just flying blind here because um, I don't have my newspaper. Well, I've got mine. I'm going right through it right now. As a matter of fact, good stuff. Yeah, it's a good article on three B. Uh, our version of the paper, we call it Big News Right Now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The Big News Right Now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. 
This ball drops deep right center field, way back. Gone. 3-1. Pitch it home run. Ryan McMahon and the Rockies go back in front. Now, that was a fun game to watch last night. Fun only because the home team ended up winning the game. But back and forth they went. The Rockies give up three in the first. Chad Bettis just did not have it. They rally, they tie it, and they take the lead with that Ryan McMahon shot. And the bullpen, guess what, does its job. Brian Shaw came in and did his job. He pitched to one batter through seven pitches, four strikes, got out of the inning, and he was fine. Rockies win, and that makes Bud Black a little happier. That's how you win games. In this day and age, uh, you need a bullpen to to do what ours did tonight from the sixth on, put up zeros. You know, that's the expectation, and that is their expectation. It was good to see. Good to see, good to feel. You wonder if a performance like that, if, I mean, as short as it was, he pitched to one batter, you wonder if that can turn Shaw's psyche around. Well, it was a great performance from the bullpen as a whole. I mean, they had to pitch four and a thirds because, as you said, yeah. Chad Bettis didn't have it, gave up eight runs and four and two-thirds. It is one of the quirky things about baseball. He got one out, faced one batter, yeah. and he got the win. Sort of silly, that isn't is it? That is odd yeah, to me. Yeah, it's sort of silly. Like, say, hey, uh, baseball analytics guy, fix your sport. Shouldn't they just... Hey, 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 fix your sport. They have an official scorer at yeah. every game, right? Yeah. Shouldn't fix that it. guy in this kind of situation exactly. say, you no, know what, he should stupid. get the win. Yeah. That's I, dumb. Fix your sport. Would you agree? Yeah. Fix the way you do your, your stats. <laughs> yeah, it's That's silly. stupid. Uh, by the way... Uh, Chris, a guy who throws seven pitches should not get the win. Chris Russin, uh, he got uh, no outs, gave up a yeah, uh, hit and uh, walked too. Who would you, was, so who would you give the win to if you were like the official scorekeeper? I guess you'd have to go in and give it to... Uh, you just go back and give it to Bettis? He pitched the longest <laughs> Maybe, time. How about this? Nobody gets one. How's that You know what? Deal? Nobody deserved to win. Yeah, You're right. An incomplete. You're right. Because nobody else... I mean, Musgrave, McGee, Adovino... Why do you know. have to assign a win to a pitcher? Somebody a has to have it. anyway. Why, yeah. Why do you have to assign a win? Well, at the end of the year, if, the your, if your total wins for your pitchers didn't match your total wins for the team, that would be weird. Well, no. It just means that your pitchers didn't do their job and that you won by other means. I don't know. That's it's just quirky hard. that the guy who pitched to one batter got the win. It is what they needed to see it out. Spain won. Iran nil. Bold and brave effort. For Team Melly, but Diego Costa early in the second half with the winner. That game was fun to watch as well. I mean, Iran put on a show. I thought Iran played Spain evenly and lost the game. They were the biggest dog thus far during the World Cup, at least that I've seen. Uh, and they had all kinds of opportunities to win that game. This has been, it's been fascinating because every game feels like a coin flip. Other a, than when Russia plays. Yeah, they got a late goal waved off, by the way. I, Iran, they called off sides on it, but it was very hard to tell. You know, this new replay system they are using in the World Cup, it makes you wonder, what were they thinking for the last 10 years? They've had the technology. Why haven't they used it? Because it's working. It, it works. Did it work in this instance? It worked, yes. They it got worked. it right. They got the call right. Okay. Now, well, I'm fine to, with that. To, to the naked eye, you would never see the offsides. But once you go to the replay, it was there. It was prominent. And the Jack Adams Award goes to... Gerard Gallant. And the heart goes to... Tyler Hall. All right, so the Avs finish second, essentially, in both awards last night. Three awards for Avs players and coaches. The Jack Adams, that goes to Gallant of the Vegas Golden Knights. 
That means Jared Bednar did not win that award. You figured he was the runner-up there. Meanwhile, the Hart and the Lindsay Trophies, the uh, awards for MVPs, uh, Nathan McKinnon finished second in both of those. He finished second in the Lindsay to Connor McDavid and second to Hall in the Hart Trophy. That The Hart one is the one that I don't understand because McKinnon had the better numbers. And I get it. It's not just about the numbers. He had better numbers than Hall of New Jersey. But watch the games. Where would the Avs be without Nathan McKinnon, especially down the stretch? Where would they have been last season without Nathan McKinnon on that team? Nowhere close to a playoff team. Sorry. No. Certainly not. Uh, both teams had similar seasons. I think the Devils finished with 97 points. The Avs obviously had 95. So uh, the guy from New Jersey wins and the guy from Colorado finishes second. The East Coast biased uh, conspiracy theorist in me says, oh, I'm shocked. Among the closest votes in the history of the award, by the way, uh, very close. They do it in points. You know, you get first place, yeah. second place, and... Uh, I think they were separated by a mere 34 points. It's amazing how close it was. I'm I'm disappointed by my former brethren in the Professional Hockey Writers yeah, Association. Yeah, why don't you have a vote anymore? Well, you know, I I just I don't get to the games like I used to. No. Uh, I didn't feel like I could. Uh, Your vote could have really, made the difference. Could have made could have made all the difference in the world. Your vote could have made the big difference. Uh, again, the difference for those two: Taylor Hall finishing with 1,264 points, and Nathan McKinnon 1,194. So it was it was a a 70 point difference is What was the totals again? 1264 1194 I mean that's high point totals so to be separated by that small of a yeah, number Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's a couple of votes here or there. Um so they don't win. It's a bummer. Yeah, but you know what's Here's what's, now yeah. this I, this is just me making it about us. Yeah. I was disappointed for Nathan McKinnon. I was disappointed for the Avs. I think he deserved to win. But when it was announced, there was a part of me saying, well, at least I don't have to listen to HW. Tell me, I told you guys in yeah. December. Do you told you so? Yeah. So because that was the one it, benefit. Just to recap, HW, and we often poke fun at HW, but he was uh, amazingly, it was almost mystical how he pulled this off. Back in December, when the abs were struggling, they were yes. scuffling. Do you remember that? Yes. They had that run where they were scuffling. He says on these airwaves... That Nathan McKinnon will be the MVP of the, of the league. He will be a Hart Trophy winner. He's that good. And we both looked at him and wanted to slap him across the face. Yeah. Because at the time, there was just no reason to think that way. I fell out of my chair yes. laughing hysterically. I wanted him. to slap him. Yeah. I would have been fired for it, so I hesitated, did not slap him. And from, now he almost proved exactly right. From a guy who makes one ridiculous comment after another on this mm. show, that at the time... May have been atop the list, and he was so close yeah. to being prophetic. It is NBA draft day. We're going to visit with Nuggets assistant coach Micah Nori at 7:45. Um, I gave you that packet there of uh, first round prospects. A yes. lot of names on that list. We're going to go through that list. I've got a guy who I believe, if he's available to the Nuggets late first round, if they if they trade out of that number 14 pick, and he's available late first round, they got to go get him. By the way, the latest rumor. The Nuggets looking to move up to number four. We'll explain that. Four? Yes, all the way up to number four, believe it or not. But wow. they're not the only team. I find it hard to believe they can pull it off, but whatever. That's what happens on draft day. Rumors abound. You got the Vic Lombardi Show at 714. 
Next time your child's due for the shots, distract them with silly cooing and smiling. When you seem happy, your child will pick up on those positive vibes. Respect the facts, protect your child, immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment and the Colorado Broadcasters Association. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Just sit on it. This is a live animal. It's a bull. Why am I sitting on a bull? Pegbed is a major sponsor of youth sports and local rodeos, and we want to capitalize on that for this commercial. What? You ride the bull into the arena while shouting this month's summer spectacular sale offer. Are you nuts? Shh. Don't upset the bull. Don't upset the bull? Say this. All this month, Medved Buick GMC has incredible offers. For instance, save up to 6500 on a 2018 GMC Canyon truck and enjoy great leases on new Buick Envisions and Encores. GMC, we are professional grade. Experience the new Buick. Medved Buick GMC, just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com. Just shout that out. Forgot the disclaimer. Stock number G sixty one thirty MSRP forty one one thirty five plus tax title and fees includes five ninety nine DNH. Price includes GM bonus cash. Subject to prior sale expires six thirty eighteen. Hey sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know me by now. I like to remain active. I like to do my things, ride my bike, play golf, play hoops. Well, recently I've had trouble doing those things, and I went to Downtown's Healthcare. Founded by Dr. Gary Rodenmacher, who's with us right now. Doctor, you've had this place going since 1997, and it's very unique. Why? We offer uh, physical and regenerative medicine. So we basically, we took the best of the best. We took chiropractic, natural health care, added it with medical, and what we found is we get much better results. So for my case, it was lower back issues, and every two or three months they'd come back. You made sure that these pains go away. Absolutely. We're very thorough. We do a very thorough consultation evaluation. Um, it's very patient-specific. Once we find out what's going on, our team of providers will get together, and they'll put a game plan together for someone to get not only just get them pain-free, but to fix the underlying problem so that the person is more stable going forward and not having recurrences in their condition. Downtown's Healthcare. There's an S in there, downtownshealthcare.com. Check it out. The Colorado Rapids take on Minnesota United FC on June 23rd at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. ColoradoRapids.com. Craft beer is just not enough to cut it anymore. This summer, how about you up your patio game at Thirsty Lion Gastropub? Besides summer seasonal brews, enjoy cool signature cocktails and regional wines. And their summer menu features pork belly tacos and spicy shrimp ceviche. That's how you up your summer patio game at Thirsty Lion Gastropub in Cherry Creek and at Union Station. Open at 11 a.m. weekends for brunch. Remember the name, Thirsty Lion Gastropub. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Four cars involved with a wreck. Right shoulder, partial right lane. This activity southbound I-25 south of 84th Avenue with backups to at least 104th. This traffic report is brought to you by Indeed.com. Seeing slowing southbound I-225 between Parker and I-25. There's a wreck southbound just south of Parker Road. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started. 
Indeed at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi. Just to recap the night at the um, NHL Awards, I watched uh, the majority of that show. And I do have to say, it, it was a fun show to watch at the same time. I think they tried too hard with the comedy bits. Tried a little too hard at times. Yeah. But it's okay. You know, you can take chances on those shows. You gotta fill, you know, a I know. lot of time there. Well, they didn't need to fill two hours. They could have done it in an hour. It wasn't yeah, but if you're gonna have everybody come out there, put on tuxedos. Did they wear tuxedos or suits? Some wore tuxes, some wore suits. I know Jared Bednar told Mark Mosier he was going to be wearing a suit. Jared is always well-dressed. Bedsy took care of it, trust me. The winners again last night, in case you missed it, Nathan McKinnon falls uh, second, barely, in the voting to Taylor Hall in the running for the Hart Memorial Trophy MVP. The Vezina, goaltender of the year, goes to Pekka Rene of Nashville. You know, wonder, do, do they, do they consider the postseason? I'm just curious. Is the well, postseason in consideration at all? The bylaws that I remember mm-hmm. uh, when I was getting my instructions was they were regular season awards. Okay. So no postseason discussion at all. No, no. influence of the no. postseason. Are you saying Pecorine would not have won it? I'm, I'm just saying he did not perform to his standards in the postseason. You saw him, especially oh, no. in the Winnipeg series. Yes. <clears> he got the yanked abs, once though. in the Avs series. He was hot and cold. I mean, there were games where he's getting yeah. yanked, and then there was, wasn't it game one or game two where he just he stood on won. his head? Yeah. Well, or he made a couple of big saves, uh, on a breakaway that, you know, it was like, well, if we'd have, if we'd have had that go our direction, game goes totally no the doubt. other way. Uh, Victor Hedman takes the Norris for defenseman. The Calder for rookie of the year goes to Matthew Barzal of the uh, New York Islanders. The Selkie Trophy defensive forward Anze Kopitar from uh, L.A. Anze, he, he was wearing something funny last night. He, he good good dresser himself. Uh, I told you the hockey guys are the best dressed, dressed to the nines of, of all the dudes. Jack Adams, of course, goes to Gerard Gallant of Vegas. The Lady Bing Trophy, which is always to me the I think Joe Sackick won the Lady Bing. He one. did the most gentlemanly. Uh, William Carlson of the Vegas Golden Knights. What does that mean? Can somebody explain? Somebody call and let me know. How do you qualify for the Lady Bing? What is it? And it's such an interesting award. Well, in any in a sport, violent sport like but hockey, in that sport, what does it mean? Does it mean what? Fewest fights? Uh, you're just a, a nice guy that doesn't curse? Uh, what, what? Like imagine that in the, uh, a similar award in the NFL. The NFL version of the Lady Who'd Bing. Who win that? J.J. Watt? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, who, the most gentlemanly? I guess Peyton could have won that when he was playing. Yeah, but he never got into it with people, really. Well, he did that one time here against the Houston Texans. Yeah, D.J. Swearinger. Yeah. I do remember that. Remember that was he, great. He got a late hit. Again. That he, he was got, a preseason got game. got flagged for that, as a matter of fact. Yeah, on Sportsmanlike Conduct. Uh, Friday night, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, NHL will have its own draft on Friday night, so back in the news then. I'm surprised that they don't do it all in one night. If I were the NHL, I would have their awards banquet and their draft all in one night. So make a night of it. Spread things out, be in the news a couple of different times. It makes sense. Let's do this. It's time for our piping hot takes. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> it's this hot take. According to one of our texters, 15 voters did not have McKinnon in the top three, and four of those voters did not vote for him at all. 
They should lose their right to vote. I, I agree with you. Uh, you should find out who they are. When you were doing the voting, was your name exposed? Did the people know who you vote for? Was it all done anonymously? Uh, I hate anonymous voting. By I me. do too. If if you in anything, right, whatever you vote for, if you're given the leash, if you're given that kind of power, that kind of authority, why not know who you are and what you do? Why why the anonymous? I don't know. Of this. And I, I honestly don't remember. I, I just submitted it via email. But had my uh, votes been made public, I would have been totally fine with that. It's like, hey, I can defend who I chose here. Mm-hmm. Also, Lady Bing, you earned the Lady Bing by staying out of the penalty box. Oh, so it's like least penalized guy in the yeah, NHL. There's a lot of guys that are least penalized, though. How do you determine one from another? Yeah, that seems kind of like should be more to it. Uh, another person describes it as uh, one who best exemplifies sportsmanship in the league. Ryan O'Reilly won that as a member of the Avalanche. Again, that's just hard to decipher. Yeah. On to my piping hot take. NBA draft night. Don't miss it down at Stoney's on 11th and Lincoln. We'll have uh, our representatives from Altitude 950. Nuggets personnel will be there all night for the Nuggets draft party. I will be at Pepsi Center headquarters as the Nuggets underway for draft 2018. It is rumor day in the NBA. You're going to hear a lot of this kind of stuff today. The latest rumor has the Nuggets among four or five teams involved in looking to move up, looking to move up to take Memphis's pick at number four. The Grizzlies have told the world they want to trade out uh, for financial reasons. They are locked up with a couple contracts that are just albatrosses around their necks. Mike Conley on that list? No. Chandler Parsons. You uh, remember the name Chandler yeah. Parsons? Hot free agent a few years ago. White guy who could shoot. Yeah. And they gave him a ton of money. They gave him like 20 plus per year. He's got almost $50 million remaining on his contract. And he can't play. He's got knee problems. He can't play. So they're looking to rid themselves of that contract. How are they going to do that? Well, they're going to dangle the number four overall pick and they're going to say, if you want number four, you got to take Parsons off our hands. The Nuggets are among some of the teams rumored to be interested. I don't like it. Just for the record. I don't, I don't, why? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take on that contract. They're, they're looking to shed contracts. They're looking to shed Fareed's contract. Now, if you could finagle somehow moving Fareed there, and moving a couple other contracts that you don't see fit on your team that aren't going to play, then I understand it. But if you're going to give away talent that that contributes for that contract, what's the point? What's the point there? Well, it depends on who you get it for, who you want it for. If they see Doncic at four and say, oh, my gosh, he's falling and he's going to be a game changer, okay. There you I go. Get I get it. If it's somebody, but what if he's not there at four? No, I'm with you. It's all about the player that you get, it, uh, it, whether or not that's a good move or a bad move. In our uh, Power 5 question of the day today, we're going to ask you to predict what the Nuggets do tonight, where they land, who they pick, all right, which is tough to do because they could move up, they could move down. I happen to believe that the Nuggets will end up moving back in the draft. I have no insight on this. I have not spoken to anybody. Nobody's told me so. But I think there's enough value in the 20s. There are enough talented players in the 20s here where I don't think it's that different than picking 14 versus 27. I really don't. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I think there are some jewels in the 20s that they can end up with. One of it is in front of me right now. Remember this name tonight. I, I sat down with Chris Dempsey, Chris Marlowe, Scott Hastings a couple weeks ago, and we did our draft prospectus, and this guy really shined when we looked at some of the video. Chandler Hutchison. Boise State, swing player, can play guard, can play forward, 
six seven, two hundred pounds, four year college player. Very rare. Remember we talked about Extremely. this yesterday. How rare is this? He played four years of college basketball. I'm not sure there's another guy on this list of guys going in the first round. I'm looking through it right now who have four years of college basketball experience. Normally, a four-year guy is like, oh, why bother? He yeah, can't but play. It means he can't play. Yeah. yeah, why bother? Why are you even in the draft? You can't play. You're a four-year guy. This is different. This is a smaller conference, obviously. Just think Damian Lillard for a second. Just think Damian Lillard. And I'm not saying he's going to be. That's the next. a big. I'm comparison. not saying he's, next, he's going to be the next Damian Lillard. I'm saying that kind of player who sort of falls under the radar because of where he played, how long he played, and like it or not, playing four years in college ball is used as a strike against you in this day and age. What does that tell you? Just remember the name Chandler Hutchison. Wherever he ends up, I think he's a baller. I think he's going to be a a great player in the NBA. Not a good player, a great player. And I'm saying this before he even enters the league. We're going to talk to a guy from Boise later on, by the way. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Vic, uh, when's the last time you bought movie tickets? Uh, we went to the movies about a week ago. And tell you how good the movie was, I'm having trouble remembering what we watched. Did you purchase the tickets? No, my wife does on some Pandango or something. Yeah, like. well, I had the AMC app it last night. I took uh, my three boys and a neighbor oh, kid. Oh, it was boys' night. It was boys' night out. We went and saw Incredibles 2. Pretty decent. Pretty decent. Uh, so here we're, we talked yesterday about things that are overcomplicated. And to me, this experience falls squarely in this category. When I, I, it should just be what theater do you want to go to and what time do you want to go, right? So I'm going to go to the AMC Westminster 24 up on Promenade and seven o'clock works. Here's what you have to decide when you're picking your movie time. Do you want to see it in the Dolby theater, the IMAX theater, the real D 3D theater, Prime at AMC theater or the digital theater. What, what does that mean? I have no idea. I don't know what any of them mean. I don't know. I mean, 3D, obviously, I can figure out. But I don't. what's the difference between Dolby and digital? What, do we all work for soundtrack? And what is Prime at AMC? Not only do I not know what these are, I don't know a price point. And they're all different. They all have a different price point. So take a guess what my tab was for four kids and one adult to see Incredibles 2. Did you go to the IMAX? Nope, we went to, we wound up seeing Dolby. I thought that sounds like just a normal Dolby theater. sounds like a good one. Sounds so the, like I, the IMAX just... is the big one. The IMAX is right. the, the, and then my wife likes going to the one where you have to wear those ridiculous glasses. Whatever that 3D. is. 3D. So I assumed IMAX and 3D yeah. gonna be overpriced. I don't, I don't need that. I so, just want a regular movie. I picked Dolby. So Dolby. Okay. Yes. Adult ticket was $12. Uh, kids tickets were 8 Seventeen fifty for me. That's stupid. Fourteen yeah, fifty for the kids. That's, stupid. that's not worth it. See, movie theaters. Why do you exist? My total tab was eighty eight dollars and fifty cents. Why do people go to the movies to go see Incredibles two? That's stupid. It was a hundred bucks. You wait ninety days, it'll be on Comcast to go to the movie. Now it was a theater that the sound was awesome, but shouldn't the sound be good in it every theater? It doesn't change your viewing experience that much. Give and me then a break. here's the thing that you you know what you get in the Dolby theater. The seats once in a while Boy, they react rock. to the sound. Oh boy, oh, they geez. move a little. Look at the, I'm in an amusement park now. It is the classic example of overcomplicated. I don't need five different theater options. Now I do like these theaters where they feed you. Have you well, been to those? It would have been nice if they would have been like feeding me grapes last yeah, night with, <laughs> for eighty-eight bucks. That's a joke. 
dollars for a kids for a cartoon to go to the movies. You paid a hundred dollars for a cartoon. Yes, and your and your seat shook. And because I get up at a ridiculous hour, I fell asleep. So I paid eighty eight dollars last night to take a nap. Overcomplicated. That's what the movies have become. Or, or you can do what I do almost every night in the Lombardi house. Hey guys, you want to watch a movie? Sure. <laughs> we get in the family room as a family watch the movie. I'm out thirty seconds in. That's what movies are for. Eighty eight dollars, five ninety nine on demand. I haven't even got into going to Qdoba and everybody having no, to get the ridiculous. adult version of the quesadilla, yeah. not the kid one. See, and then that's they on only you. Half. That's on you, bro. It's like a hundred twenty dollar night that's, out. That's on you. I mean, first of all, you went to go see a cartoon. That's on you. It's 7.30. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. 100 bucks. Genoa here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country 
after it was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Denver Golf has a variety and value right in your backyard anywhere in town. From urban golf settings to mountain vistas, you'll find it all at Denver Golf. Fantastic course conditions at the most affordable prices in the Mile High City. With seven facilities to choose from, Denver Golf has programs and courses to fit every golfer. No matter where you live in Denver, there's a Denver Golf course near you. Come home to play. Denver Golf is your neighborhood course. Book your tee times today at cityofdenvergolf.com. Altitude 950 traffic update. Very slow traffic on your I-25 drive now southbound. Anywhere between 104th and 84th through downtown and staying slow Broadway through to Bellevue. This traffic report is brought to you by Shell. Crash clearing on southbound 225. Clearing off the left lane at Parker Road. It's jamming traffic back to around Iliff. Staying slow as you work your way towards I-25. And an accident northbound airport at 32nd. Watch for that. Get triple action protection for optimal engine performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. And like it or not, playing four years in college ball is used as a strike against you in this day and age. What does that tell you? Just remember the name Chandler Hutchison. Wherever he ends up, I think he's a baller. I think he's going to be a, a great player in the NBA. Not a good player, a great player. And I will and stand by that. I will stand by that piping hot take. I have no idea why. He just stuck out to me. Something about his game. Sneaky just, good. When you're watching him, he yeah. just jumped off and the And I saw street. him play against CSU last season. I, I just... I love his mentality. I love the fact that he could play multiple positions, and that's what the NBA has become. We will visit with Nuggets assistant coach Micah Nori here in about 10 minutes as we stand what? Uh, the NBA draft starts at 5, mind you. It's early. It's a 5 o'clock, five o'clock tip-off. Okay, so we will be down at Stoney's, 11th and Lincoln. Uh, Nate Kreckman, Josh Dover, uh, Kaz, they'll be making, they'll be making an appearance down there from three to six. Okay. So we'll be there at the uh, start of the draft. Nuggets having a draft party down there. There'll be Nuggets dancers. I think Rocky will make an appearance. Everybody will be there. Will Kaz be dancing? Uh, hopefully, okay. hopefully. Maybe after six, All once right. he's off the air. Very good. Uh, Julie Brahman will be down at Pepsi Center, kind of covering that I'll scene I'll be there for as well. Us. You'll be at Pepsi Center. You're doing some uh, digital work, you yeah. and Scott Hastings. So uh, the Altitude crew will be all over this, radio, digital, you name it. We'll see what the Nuggets do. Again, um, some of the reports out today have the Nuggets interested in moving up to number four, all the way to number four. The Memphis Grizzlies are uh, looking to trade out. They want to shed salary, primarily Chandler Parsons' salary. So they're looking to uh, combine that with the number four pick and, See if teams are willing to bite. We shall see. Uh, our piping high take, hot takes also delved into the um, cost of going to a movie. $88.50. Four kids, one yeah. adult. And you fell asleep. On a Wednesday night. When you said that you fell asleep, because it happens to me all the time now, the more I think we have become our fathers. Oh, without a doubt. And 
I can remember being a kid and just laughing at my dad because yep. he would fall asleep on the floor so easily, instantly, and thinking, "What's he what doing? Is this old guy's yes. problem?" Yes, which he's he about was to, yes younger than I am now. Uh huh. And now I realize, oh, it's because he was getting up at the crack of dawn every day to go support you and your brother who exactly. didn't do anything to help. Exactly. You know, my dad, when we were kids, my younger brother um, may have been eight and four. He used to take us to Nuggets games. This is what got me going in sports. Yeah. We used to buy the $2 Nugget seats that Irv Brown would sell via the operator standing by. Yeah. Channel 2. Yeah. Do you remember that? And they'd go to that yeah, shot. Jim Conrad. Yeah, all the operators were standing by, and they'd make it look like the phone lines were lit up. Yeah. I think yeah. it's the – I still to this day consider it the greatest advertise, the greatest way to sell tickets. <laughs> Just to have a bunch of people in a room with the phone lines lighting up. It looked like say, a Jerry Lewis yeah. telethon. So I'd be calling yeah. all my – every game I'd call. I'd get those $2 seats. My, my dad would take us to the game at McNichols. And they wouldn't be good seats. They never were. But it was okay. We got to go to the games. Yeah. And we'd, the building. we'd sit in the upper deck right under the score, the big scoreboard yep. over there. Occasionally we would unscrew the light bulbs, but that's another story. <laughs> we'd sit there under the scoreboard. He would sleep the moment the ball tipped off. My brother and I would roam the entire arena, get back for the fourth quarter. He'd still be snoozing. Yep. Yep. Can sleep absolutely anywhere at any time. That's Sitting the way straight it up at an arena. With lights and music and sound and game action. Yeah. Sound asleep. We have become our fathers. Let's go to the text line here. 30933. 30933. Uh, this texter, Trent, says, James, you should just sign your family up for a movie pass. It's $10 a month per person, and you get to see unlimited movies. It's not hard. Well, yeah. I mean, if I'm uh, last night would have paid for the entire family for two months. For two months. Yeah. I, I definitely should. That's a great recommendation. Then you're sort of inclined to go to the movies more often. Now they got yeah, you. Now they got you. Now, now it's the, now you're going to start complaining about the $9 popcorn though. Well, uh, I was, uh, uh, the one thing I will they say. They got you. I was, uh, we were pretty commando last night. Uh, I don't know if that's the right term. Uh, covert. Uh, I had all four children sneaking Walgreens candy in. Hell yeah. So, uh, you know, that's we had our it. hot tamales and our Boston baked well, You know how I and, roll the thriftiness. I, I I not only encourage it, I force my kids to sneak stuff in. So it was an odd kind of juxtaposition of I spent eighty eight dollars on tickets, but I'm sneaking in hot tamales, sneaking a little vino. Um, no, I I went to they got the bar there now. Oh yeah. So I had the I had the eight dollar Coors Light. Twice, uh, twice. Some of the other comments coming in here. Uh, I was disappointed by the cleanliness of the movie theater I frequent. A little freaked out about how many germs exist on the seats. Now we're going a little too deep there. If you start worrying um, about that, then you won't, you'll never go to a fast food restaurant again for the rest of your life. Old school, school movie theaters did have that, like, spilled soda stickiness to the floor yeah. and your feet rubs on them. Mm-hmm. Um, the new ones, yeah, they're nicer. Marv chimes in, just hopped on, so I may have missed it, but how bad did McKinnon get snubbed last night? Well, we talked about it. The Hart Trophy goes to uh, Taylor Hall of Jersey, and the Lindsay Award goes to uh, Connor McDavid. The Lindsay's voted upon by the peers, by the players. If you asked Nathan McKinnon, Personally, which one would be more mean more to him? The one voted upon by his peers or by the media? Well, I you think he would answer. probably say the one by his peers, yes. but nobody knows anything about that award. People talk about the Hart Trophy. Nobody talks about the Lindsay Award. We didn't know what it was. We had to look it up. That's a good point. We had to Google it. Yes. We had no clue what yeah. it was. So I think he would probably say the the Lindsay, but the true answer is the Hart Trophy. The only issue with the results of the Hart Trophy voting, it was uh, one of the closest of all time, extremely close, 70 points, uh, the difference in the voting here. 
The only problem I have with it is that four voters did not even have McKinnon on their ballot. I Again, I agree with you. If you don't have Nathan McKinnon on your MVP ballot and you're a hockey writer, a member of the hockey media, you deserve to lose that privilege. Do we know if any writers didn't have Hall on their ballot? I don't know. I, I, I don't know the answers to that, but I'd love to find out. I do think it's ridiculous. If you don't think he was one of the four, the top four candidates for that award, what were you what, watching all yeah, year? What, what game are you watching? Here? I mean, you can make the argument that he was second or third or whatever. That's fine. I get it. But he didn't crack your top four based on what? Mm-hmm. Did you watch him play? Did you watch the games? That's insane. Nine eight five three Dollar Tree has the cheaper candy to sneak into movies. Ooh. Good, good tip. Dude, let me tell you, I could spend an entire evening at Dollar Tree. Now, is it everything a dollar, or is that just a misnomer now? Uh, it depends on the dollar store you go to. I went to one in uh, L.A. when I was there, near my uh, brother's place. It was a dollar-like grocery store. They had groceries that were considered dollar store groceries, and my bill reflected pretty nicely. But, my God, it was like an amusement ride for me. Really? I just stayed on and on. It was awesome. Just because of the variety or just the sheer just don't joy stop buying. of the Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just buy stuff for the sake of, I bought batteries. I don't even need batteries. We, uh, I just bought stuff. We taught our oldest the, uh, kind of the art of giving, uh, Christmas when he was like four. We got to go to the dollar store and he could just walk down the aisle and pick anything for everybody. So like grandpa got a spoon and yeah. grandma got a, what, a pot yeah. holder. It was just random. It was great. Yeah. We like to do that at Neiman Marcus. <laughs> The art of giving. Mm-hmm. Just buy whatever's on the shelf. So was the consensus on the text line that I'm just an idiot, and that's why I paid $88.50 for uh, no, five movie just tickets? Other, they've given you other options. Uh, this guy chimes in. Tom says, hey, dude, always go to the matinee. It's usually $9 per ticket. I still consider $9 too much. $9 for a cartoon per ticket? Well, I, I would love to go to a matinee on a Wednesday afternoon. I have a job. But like, well, what does that save you? What is it, Three bucks? $9. Well, and I know I paid extra because I was in the Dolby room, and you know what it was? It was just super loud. Mm. That's all it was, and I still felt. Hey, uh, quick tip, by the way, uh, for those of you who do frequent dollar store, 99-cent store, whatever uh, iteration you choose, the Almond Joys. The only place I buy Almond Joy now is at the dollar store. You can buy Almond Joys and have them for the entire year. That's a terrible candy bar. Oh, that reason alone we shouldn't talk for the rest of the show, which is a good thing because up next, Micah Nori. Assistant coach of the Denver Nuggets. What do the Nuggets coaches do on draft night? What do they do with their hands? He's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. It's going to be a spectacular summer. Hot days, warm nights, movies, cookouts, outdoor concerts, movies. Yes, Tom. Oh, yeah. This summer we're going to have a new Pixar movie, a new Star Wars movie, a couple of new Marvel movies. That's every summer. Yeah, okay. Well, don't forget, it's the summer spectacular sale at Medved Chevrolet. Medved has incredible savings on new Chevy cars and trucks. Just go online to medvedchevrolet.com and click on the big yellow specials button for details on the latest offers. Oh, like free movie popcorn? Like the best savings of the year on Silverado and Colorado trucks, Suburban and Tahoe, plus Equinox and Trax. Do you think one of those trucks is a transformer? No, Tom. But I'm Optimus Prime. You scare me. Medved Chevrolet on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 Ramp Castle Rock and on I-70 in Wheat Ridge. Exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. 
It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLPlasma.com. Summer is here, and so is the heat. And at Bestway Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Bestway Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Bestway Insulation could save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Bestway Insulation. 303-469-0808. Savor some of the most delicious authentic Japanese food featuring street food at Sushi Den Restaurant's annual summer rooftop party. Denver's finest and 15 renowned Japanese chefs will present a lively arcade of ramen, fried and grilled bites, and delicacies. Sip sake and enjoy the live entertainment. Tickets are on sale now and include food and drink. Exclusive VIP packages include VIP bar service, waitstaff, and reserve table. Proceeds benefit charity. It's a foodie adventure at the annual Sushi Den rooftop party June 26th and 27th. Tickets and info at SushiDen.net. Let's have fun today. Elitch Gardens today we play. Summer's here. Get out and get going. Elitch Gardens gives you all access to 54 rides, slides, and attractions. Like free dive-in movies. Free concerts with artists from country, pop, and rock. Elitch Gardens, theme and water park. Two great parks, one low price. Come make memories today. Save up to $25 at participating McDonald's locations. Elitch Gardens, we love you. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A stalled vehicle clearing off the right side of northbound I-25 just after the Alameda Bridge. Watch for that hazard. Traffic is brought to you by Shell. Left lane crash southbound 225 at Parker Road causing a delay. There's an accident northbound airport at 30 seconds, so watch for activity there as well. Get triple action protection for optimal engine performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It is draft night in the NBA. Young players about to make millions. Good for them. A lot of those players you may have never heard of. Some come with a lot of hype, promotion, it's it's so hard, in my opinion, to evaluate talent uh, today than 20 years ago, only because these guys are playing a year, two years in the in the college game, and you're basing their potential, not their play. It used to be, how do they play? Now it's like, how good can they play? Because they haven't proven enough at the college level. But that's why the folks in the front office, that's what they work for, for today. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in assistant coach of the Denver Nuggets, Micah Norrie, who joins us. Micah, how are you, bud? Doing great, Vic. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm great. Where are you? Are you going to spend the whole day at Pepsi Center? What do you guys do as assistant, as a coaching staff? What do you do on draft day? Uh, usually we'll get down there. We're heading down there now, and then we will, uh, you know, uh, Tim and his staff, they're, they're very well prepared. And then now it's kind of a sit-and-wait game, all the – the hay is in the barn, if you will. All the prep work is done, as you were talking about. And now it's the type of thing where we'll sit around and wait. And, you know, our interaction on 
draft day may be more so on the thing as if there's going to be a trade or something, and they may come down and say, hey, look, we can give the 14 pick for so-and-so. What are your thoughts, this and that? But as far as the draft itself, Arturus and Tim and Calvin Booth and their staff, and obviously Michael's involved in that heavily, they kind of know which direction they want to go at this point for sure. Interesting. So when you guys had all those workouts at Pepsi Center, and you do it every year, you guys, all the coaches are out there, you're watching these guys go up and down the court. Do you like, do you write up reports? What do you do? How do you scout that as a coach? Yeah, you know, you always make your notes afterwards of what this guy does and that guy does. The, the draft workouts themselves are kind of unfair a little bit because here's a kid that may, may have gone, it might be his eighth workout in the last 10 days, so he might be a little tired and, it's very hard for these guys to judge them on an hour or 45 minutes of work when, to your point, they've been playing the whole season and leading up to this of being watched. So you try to, to keep an open mind and not make a judgment on that one-hour workout, if you will. You kind of want to look at the whole body of work, and more so when they come in for those draft workouts. It's more about just talking to them, kind of getting a feel for their personality, watching them on the floor. Do they communicate? Are they a leader? Are they shy? That type of thing. So it's more so rather than just saying, oh, well, he made nine out of ten threes. It might be the best shooter in, in college and come in and just have an off day. So you don't want to go, well, he only made one out of ten threes, so let's not take him. So you don't want to put too much stock in it. It's more so to get them into our city, let them get a feel for us, the coaching staff, the front office, as we do for them. Micah Nori, Nuggets assistant on the hotline with us now. Uh, Micah, are the Nuggets in a position tonight where are you going to draft uh, a player of need or a best available player? It's a question that comes up every year in every sport and every draft. Where do you guys sit on that? Well, I think one of those things, and I can't speak for Tim directly, but just in, in being, and this would be the 21st draft I've been a part of, most teams, and, and it seems to kind of be true for Denver as well, you want assets. You want to take the best player. Now, if that best player, you have 1A and 1B, now you might take the guy that maybe you have a guy ranked 99 out of 100 and the other one 98, let's just say, and all of a sudden you go, you know what, well, 99 is a center. We are set at the center position. 98 is a shooting guard or a power forward that we may, it may be a position of need. If it's that close, then I think you shift and say, hey, let's take the need guy. But nine times out of ten, you're going to take the best talent because you can always trade assets and, you, and talent always wins out, it just seems. You just make it work, especially in today's basketball where everything seems to be going to that, if you will, positionless mm -hmm. basketball where you just put the five best players out there. So in my experience, talent always seems to be the determining factor who is the better player rather than uh, need because you still have free agency after this. You can still trade and you can develop within. So I always go, I would, if I was going to falter, if you will, I would falter on the side of taking the best player available. How would you characterize this year's draft as a whole? I mean, I'm not sure how many you know, transcendent players there are in this draft. There are no LeBron James, obviously, but I think it's a pretty deep draft. I think there's talent even in the 20s in this year's draft. I think you hit it right on the head. I don't think that there are superstars, but there are definitely it's a it's a definitely a deep draft, and I think that we will get a very good player at 14. And the player that goes at 14 could very likely go at 8, and the player that goes at 8 could very likely go at 20. So there's not that much difference between a lot of these guys. So to your point, no superstar just franchise, just LeBron James or Kevin Durant it appears to be, but it seems like there will be a lot of kids that will be able to help it, uh, soon on some pretty good teams for sure. Micah, when you guys are evaluating players, and it's again, I mentioned this earlier, it's so hard because you don't have much to work with anymore. Most of these dudes are one and done. Some of them come from overseas. You don't get to see as much as you want. 
when you have a four-year college player, and I was just remarking about Chandler Hutchison out of Boise State who played four years, very rare. How do how do NBA types how do you treat four-year players? Because there aren't many around anymore. No, I think that that's what you see. The one thing with the four-year player is you see that it is a his full body of work, and it kind of goes back to your point about the talent versus the need. And what I mean by that is if a guy's in college for four years, now there may be some situations where a guy has a just jumps and really plays off the charts, but if he's been there for four years, that means that his freshman, sophomore, junior year, he was not ready to jump to the NBA. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get an older guy, number one. Um, that also helps you because you can kind of see, like, if I've got an 18-year-old kid, where's he going to be in four years? Well, this senior, I already know where he is, so he better be a guy that can come right in and help us. And most of the time that you'll see those type of players taken by teams that are not lottery teams, but teams that are just like, you know what, we're one player away. We don't need a superstar. We need a rotational guy. We need this. And that goes back to your need situation a little bit more, I feel. But it's very, very tough, especially on these front office guys, to your point, when guys are playing. And then there's some kids in this draft that, you know, they may go to college and then they play one or two games, something happens, or they go overseas and come home, and you don't even get to see them. So mm-hmm. they, you haven't seen them even – other than film, you haven't seen them play for a year. So it's so much projection. It's such a difficult job. And thank goodness we're coaches and not front office guys. Uh, Michael, will you be coaching the summer league? Um, I'm go- I am not going to be coaching the summer league this year. Jordy Fernandez is going to do mm. it. So uh, it'll be good for him. And, you know, I basically think I got fired. I just, you know, three wow. years, I didn't bring home a championship. Yeah. And they just, they've had enough of it, I guess. That's I think that it is. It's absolutely. So I like to call it a mutual party, even though that was not the case. <laughs> I, but uh, no, it's a good opportunity for Jordy. Again, I've done it for three years, and, uh, and Jordy will do well with it. So uh, it'll be a good experience for him. I know I did. The That's whole the summer league notion, it's, it's a misnomer because people assume it's just rookies. It's not just rookies, it's second year players, sometimes third year players. Whoever's looking to make a roster, Tyler Lydon, for example, is he going to play? Is he expected to play this year? Uh, hopefully, you know, he's coming off of his knee injury, and if things go well, we'd like for him to play some summer league just to get some game action. He's been uh, working extremely hard. He, Monte Morris, Malik Beasley and the like, those guys, uh, hopefully we'll get to see them in action in Vegas, and they've been working hard this summer, and it'll be good for them, too. Uh, they're chomping at the bit to play against and see some different faces. Obviously. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, the development that these guys undergo in just the summer months, the off season, because a lot of Nuggets, they look at the roster and they say, okay, you can use a backup point guard, you can use this, you can use that. Well, you, you see Monte Morris every day. You see Tyler Lydon. How much better have they gotten, and how much of a chance do they have to contribute this upcoming season? Well, I think they've gotten a lot better. And I think that, uh, you know, even in college and like to your point, guys not being there a whole lot. And yes, they do have summer programs, but when, when you dead, when you, and you've said it, these guys are getting ready to make millions of dollars and this is their job now. So when they dedicate everything to basketball, to their bodies to get stronger, to continue to work on player development and the training staff that they have, everything is in place for them and lined up for them to succeed. And these guys, meaning Monte and Tyler, have essentially been in Denver all summer long working. So I think that uh, people will see them, their jumps and the leaps and bounds that they made, not only with their physical strength and all that, but their abilities on the basketball court. And just, again, uh, competing day in and day out with our training, excuse me, with our training staff and player development, getting better. And then you, you go out there summer league and see where they are. But the point, hopefully, is that, to your point, yes, they will improve enough where they can contribute and help us this year, and that would likely to be the plan for sure. 
Last question, and I hate to end it on this note because I know this happens to me. You're a competitor. I actually voiced this with Coach Malone. He thinks about it. How many times in the middle of the night, in the middle of the summer, do you wake up and still think about opportunities and, and just points of the game in Minnesota, that last game of the season? There are nights where I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm replaying the game again. You ever? Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, it happens quite a bit. And I think the one thing, you drive yourself crazy because you can go back and you can look, okay, the Minnesota game, one bucket, one yeah. possession here the Clipper game where you you give up a 17-point lead. And what I find is, just to keep myself sane, you got to go back and say, hey, look, we had no business beating Milwaukee when we're down yeah. 11 with three minutes to go. So it all evens out over the course of it, but you're absolutely right. Um, I'd be lying if I didn't sit there and say for the second year in a row you're one game out of the playoffs. And I think that the coaches talked about it, you know, this whole summer, not only with those young kids that we talked about being in our gym, there's a bit of an unfinished business type of motto, if you will, around the building and just to feel that we need to get over that hump. And with uh, Jamal and Nicola and Gary and those guys a year older and having been through it, they're that much more prepared. And I think that uh, you'll see us come out hopefully next year just that much more hungrier to get there for sure. Do me a favor, Micah. If you're in that room tonight, can you please keep Jim Klibanoff under control? I mean, just, just I mean, he's so hyper. I, I'm no longer allowing him on my show anymore. Just keep him under control tonight. <laughs> Cliff's the best. You know, there's always an excitement, and in the building, there's always an energy in the building when he's there, and uh, I will try to do my best. That's a hard task, though, for sure. All right, buddy. We'll see you at Pepsi Center. Thank you so much for having me, Vicky. No Take problem. Care. That is Mike Nori, Nuggets assistant coach, and I joke about Cliff. He's going to be on with uh, Julie and Scott, by the way, coming up in uh, the uh, 10 to 1 o'clock slot here on Altitude 950. We're talking NBA draft all day. It is draft night. Nuggets are on the clock. They're all on the clock. Will they move up? Will they move back? Will they stay put? We shall see. You got the Vic Lombardi Show approaching 8 a.m. here in the Mile High City. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoff's at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Count it up, count it up, count it up, count it, count it up, count it up, count it up. You know, the more I think about uh, Mike and Nori, the assistant coaches, everyone involved with the Nuggets organization, everyone has their duties, everyone has their job, right? Yeah. But on draft night, you sit there, and I'm sure everyone has their own opinions. I have my own opinion. You do. Where they should go, who they should pick, who they should trade. What? Imagine how difficult it must be sitting there. Everyone's lives, everyone's careers are basically on the line with moves like tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, what you do tonight affects what you do next season and affects what you do as a team. Just all the different opinions that form on draft night and how you align those opinions in making one decision. Oh, no yeah. doubt. And, it, it, you know, if, if you don't like the direction that... How the, vocal are you? Right. Because it can impact your career. I mean, think about the number seven pick. Now, I know they're not seven this year, but just to pick a number. Because the Nuggets have had that a couple of times. That could turn out to be Jamal Murray, who we both think is going to be a very, very good NBA player. I think he'll be an all-star. It could turn out to be Emmanuel Moutier, a kid who just doesn't seem like he's ready to play at that level. It could turn out to be Steph Curry. Wow. uh, MVP. Hall of Famer. I I mean, you have no idea, really, what what it's going to turn into. And we could probably come up with... Ten busts that have been at seven. And don't it's just forget, crazy. the Nuggets also have two second-round picks tonight. 
as well. And what they've done in the second round, their best player on the roster is a second round selection. Well, a little uh, preview of what's to come on my uh, list of all lists, the mm. best non-first round picks in oh. the history of Denver sports. Uh, one of those may uh, may be making an appearance. That's a great tease. At 8.30, Manchester's list of all lists, the top 10 Colorado non-first-round draft picks of all time. Not just basketball, mind you. Every sport. Every sport. Non-first-round draft picks of all time. I will also, tell you this. Five sports are covered. Well, good. You canvassed all of them. Yes. At 8.15, the voice of the Boise State Broncos, Bob, is it Beller? It's Beeler. Bueller? Beeler. Bueller? <laughs> Now, because this is you, you're in on Chandler Hutchison. You know, I always like to pick one name. Here's what I do every year in the draft because it's so. Listen, man, I'm not an expert. I don't watch all these games. I I didn't track these careers. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here on the radio on the morning of the draft and say I know all these guys. I've heard of them. I've watched most of them. I've studied them. But the one guy who shines when I look at the the video when I see I like this Hutchison kid. I just like him. All right, so he's a small forward. If you want to continue to use he's positions, a he's a, he's a three, uh, out of Boise State, six, seven, 197 pounds. Um, this just shows you where we're at in today's day and age. He's listed as 22.2 years old. 22.2. Oh, okay. Well, he's not 22. We'll hear from the voice of the Boise State Broncos, Bob Beeler, who called his games coming up at 815. Right now, it is time for our Power Five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. With the seventh pick in the 2016 NBA Draft, the Denver Nuggets select Jamal Murray from Kitchener, Canada, and the University of Kentucky. I love this Power Five, and on the line again, a $25 gift certificate to the Delectable Egg. Visit the DelectableEgg.com. Plenty of locations to choose from around town. Pretty simple. There are a lot of machinations to a draft, a lot of different things that can happen tonight. The Nuggets can stay put at 14, draft somebody and have a go with them. The Nuggets could move back into the second round and decide they're going to send a contract to another team. We've heard those rumors before. Package Kenneth Reed's, Fareed's contract with the number 14 pick and move out of there. They could do that. Or they could move up. Some of those rumors coming around. Woj had that bomb last week that the Nuggets are looking to move up. Today we find out Memphis wants to trade out of the number four pick. What do they do? Where do they go? Who do they end up with? So our Power 5 question of the day, you answer it today, you win tomorrow essentially. Who will the Nuggets pick tonight and with what pick? Where do they pick? Who do they pick? I, boy, I am, I am wavering between they stay at 14. I think they want to trade down. This is just my conjecture. I think every, every team is willing to trade. They now, want to trade down and they want to dump that Kenneth Reed contract. That would be, to me, would be a win tonight yeah. if you could accomplish that. And why? Because you need that money. Yes. To sign Jokic to a long-term contract. Or, to make a run at Will Barton, who's due to become a free agent. So to me, if you're a Nuggets fan, while that may not be exciting on draft night of, oh, they traded down and they, they dumped a salary, that would be a win if they were able to accomplish that. So I'm, I'm going to go with that they are able to pull that off. I don't know exactly where they're going to fall to, but the, your guy, Chandler Hutchison, according to uh, some mock drafts, going 22 to the Bulls, you could trade down and get into the 20s and maybe get your guy. Yeah. I, you know what I think this team needs? I mean, they obviously need a long-term solution 
at the three spot, at the small forward, at the wing, whatever you want to call it. They also need, though, they need a little bit of nasty, right? I mean, we, we talk about it a lot on this mm-hmm. show. And, look, I think Jokic is going to be a great player, but he's not. he complains to the officials a lot, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have that that edge. He doesn't have a Draymond Green well, kind of who, personality. Who, who, he doesn't, na- who is nasty in this class? Well, I, I can tell you. He gets in trouble a lot. Let me let me guess. So don't tell me yet. Grayson Allen? He's not nasty. Come on. Oh, come, you don't think That's he's nasty? nasty. That's, there's a big difference between cheap and nasty. It's a fine line. Oh, come on. Nasty. Okay. Nasty's a guy who can back it up. Was Dante Jones cheap or nasty? No, no. Nasty's Patrick Beverly. That's uh, nasty. Okay. You That's, don't, th- you don't you think a guy that'll, that'll cheap shot you a little bit would be beneficial? Dude, the last thing they need is another shooting guard. Okay, I'm just saying. Are you drunk? I'm trying to find someone who can give them an element they don't have. They don't have nasty. I'd take a guy in the late 20s who can come in, give me a few minutes, another knock somebody six, on their butt. Yeah, another 6'4 guard is what they need. <laughs> it's Wait a minute. We can't talk about how it's a positionless sport mm-hmm. and then sit there and go, well, they got too many guards. Like, which is it? Can we can we pick a lane? What, what kind of sport just, is it I, nowadays? I, I could not disagree with you more on that, but that's fine. You're entitled to your you opinion. You don't think this team having a guy who will come out and get his six he's not fouls nasty. worth? He's not nasty. He's cheap. There's a big difference. He sticks his leg out and trips people. Okay. And, and, and granted, I think he's worthwhile. I would not, I would not poo-poo the Nuggets making a run of Grayson Allen, but I don't think Gray, Grayson Allen fits on this roster right now. There's two, too many players at his position. 2009 Western Conference Finals. What did Dante Jones do to Kobe Bryant? Stuck out his leg and tripped him. Exactly what you just said Grayson Allen does. Same thing. Willing to do whatever it takes to try and get Nug- an edge Nug- to Nuggets win. lost that series, by the way. Well, it's the furthest they've ever gone in the history of their team. Game six of the Western Conference Finals. They've never gone further. It's we why Mel is the greatest player in franchise history. A lot of people on the text line chiming in with uh, Nuggets staying at 14 and taking Miles Bridges. So how are we going to help me out here, Marty? What if like four or five people have the same answer? How are we going to pick a winner if uh, everybody stays one. there? First one to do it. First All right, so that's taken. Head. So Miles Trent, Bridges at 14 is taken. Trent, that's yours. It's over. Uh Hank says, was Tlaib nasty? Yeah. yeah. But you're the one who said you didn't like Tlaib's nastiness. Not true. Okay, it's so machismo. Let's, let's Remember give that? A, let's give a quick summation of what I said about Akib Tlaib. I like his edge. I like his nastiness. I like that he plays right there on the fringe. What I didn't like was the fact that he made it about himself and an off-season fight from Dallas with Michael Crabtree and got kicked out of a game and hurt his team. That wasn't about playing at the edge. That was about taking something that had nothing to do with football, putting it in front of your job that you get paid a lot of money for, and hurting your team. Uh, two totally different things. I can like Aqib Tlaib's edge and his nastiness and all those things, and still say what he did at Oakland last year was dumb, because it was. Let me go through the list. I have a list of the prospects in my hand. Okay, I got this the other night at the uh, NBA Nuggets mock draft that they held. When you represented the Brooklyn Nets. Exactly. So I got a chance to go through some of these names, and uh, let me just read a few of them, and tell me what you think. I'm trying to find a nasty player that you describe here. That's what you need. Uh, Grayson Allen's number one on this, because it's alphabetical order. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is, is nasty. Well, you're he not going to get him. He's going him. one. And when I say nasty, he will block your shot and block it right down your throat. All right, that ain't happening. Okay. So you're not going to get him. Uh, Marvin Bagley, the third. Eh, he Big plays guy with out of some Duke. ferocity. I don't know if he's nasty. I love Bamba. The more he plays, 
I've heard some great things out of Mohamed Bamba. I mean, I've seen enough of him now. Here's a guy who's uh, the hype machine is working overtime. He is moving on up. Well, it's because he's got this semi-freakish seven foot ten yeah. wingspan. Seven ten. He can he can almost grab the rim on his tippy toes. Think That's about insane. that for a second. You know, and he's a big guy, obviously. Seven one has a tremendous wingspan, and you know, you think about how the Nuggets need a rim protector. Mm-hmm. You know, Jokic oh, isn't God, really that. Great. But, you know, is he? Like, is he? Because Dikembe Mutombo was a tremendous shot blocker. Marcus Camby was a tremendous defensive player. A lot of it's timing. Timing and instincts. Not just wingspan. Right. Manute Bowl had a a big wingspan and was tall. Was he a great shot blocker? No, he wasn't. He was just a big, huge, tall guy. Keita Bates-Diop. And and I just butchered his first name. I think it's Keita Bates-Diop. He is the um, player... Excuse me, out of Ohio State. His name, he's moving on up. He's getting some play now. Don't know if he brings the nasty, but just remember that name if the Nuggets do stay at 14. Mikhail Bridges, Miles Bridges, the two Bridges. Mm-hmm. One out of Michigan State, one out of Villanova. Other names. I'm going through here. Give me some more nasty. Jalen Brunson, eh, not nasty. I don't know, dude. I, I'm looking for this guy. I'm looking for that dude, Dante DiVincenzo, who, by the way, can shoot. We saw it in the national yeah, championship game. But for do sure. they do they need another six four, six five shooting guard? Well you just yelled at me and told me no when I suggested Grayson Allen late in the first round if you trade the fourteenth pick in Farid's contract. Yeah. There, there's this is a deep draft. I mean, uh if so really trading is. down is there, not the worst thing yeah, in the world. Yeah, you know, people usually think you trade down, you wave the white flag. That is not the case. I think the Nuggets, hear me out on this, can get Similar talent in the 20s as they can at 14. Similar. Now, it's hit and miss. It's hit and miss. Sometimes there's that one unicorn that shows up out of nowhere. But I really believe there's enough talent in the 20s as there is at 14. How big of a deal is it? Kenneth Reed's set to make $13.7 million this year. It's the last year of his deal, though. Yeah. It's it. Well, which which makes it... This is... You gotta understand, that's why he's tradable. It's that's, an expiring contract. Exactly. So teams that are looking to take that money off the books next year, uh, would welcome that. But if, if the Nuggets can't move him, it's not as though that it's an albatross that they, they can't move that contract for years. It's one more year left on that deal. Uh, 6016 is thinking what I'm thinking. Dude, we're, I'm not sure who you are, but we're on the same page. You want nasty in this draft? Robert Williams, the shot blocker out of Texas A&M. That dude dunks with ferocity, blocks shots with ferocity, plays with ferocity. I would be fine with that. I think they need a – I mean, obviously, that the, the three position is where there's a hole in the starting lineup, especially if Wilson Chandler yeah. opts out. But I think that's the piece they're missing. Who's who's the guy that brings a little nasty? Jamal Murray shows flashes of it. Jamal Murray will talk a little you-know-what. Jamal Murray seems to take it personally when they lose. But who's the guy? Mike Inori just talked about this, losing the 17-point lead at home to the Clippers. Yeah. Who's the guy Jamal who, Murray. who's not going to allow that to happen? Jamal though? Murray. He's the one that didn't allow it to happen. Well, it did happen this oh, year. I'm talk, I thought you were talking about the beating, Milwaukee game. About beating Milwaukee. I'm sorry. Was Jamal Murray. Yeah. I think you need one more guy yeah. that is wired that sure. way. It's like, no, this is not happening. The, the Clippers' backups... Aren't coming in and, and coming back from 17 down late in the third quarter to beat us on our home court. Mm-hmm. Ain't happening. I would just love the way the Nuggets play defense, and it's been a point of contention. If somebody gets beat off a 
you know, a double team or they don't rotate quickly enough. If you have that one shot blocker standing back there saying, okay, don't worry about it. I got it. I got you taken care of. You guys could take chances out front in the perimeter. Go ahead. Double James Harden. Double him. And if he throws it down low to Clint Capella, I got it. So if you did that though, what does Jokic play four? Millsap plays three? I don't know. You go that, big? I don't, I don't know. I don't, that's a great question. I don't know what you do at that point. Cause that spot does not need to provide any offense. Everybody was mm-hmm. ticked at Wilson Chandler for the big goose egg you put up in 40 minutes yeah. in the season finale at Minnesota. I thought he was actually good that night. He mm-hmm. was very active. He was all over the court. He seemed to be near the ball. They didn't need him to score. Now, a goose egg didn't really. I, I just the don't mold. think you could put enough value on that one guy who sits in the block and says, come at me, bro. I'm going to throw this ball in the stands. See what you can do. I would have no problem with that with that move either. 8-13, up next, we'll go to Boise, Idaho, the voice of the Boise State Broncos. Just because I want to delve more into this Chandler Hutchison guy, and he may not even come anywhere close to He's Denver, your Colorado. Crush. He's the one guy I just want to know more about. We'll know more about him next. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms. Conditions and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Hey, Scott Ace is here. Did you know June is Men's Health Month? And gentlemen, do you know your numbers? You may know your blood pressure and cholesterol, but do you know your testosterone and prostate numbers? I know mine. I went to the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy. You'll know your results in about 20 minutes. And this month, Low T Center is offering a special testosterone and prostate level test for only $50. So call them today, 303-451-5698, or get online at thelowtcenter.com. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Hey, it's Mark Mosier to tell you about the anniversary sales event at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, your destination for the best deals in the state on over 300 Nissans. Lease a 2018 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive for only $178 a month for 36 months with $19.99 due at signing. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert or online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Last date event, JP 514471, stock number DN 1560, MSRP $27,005, 12,000 allowable miles per year, 1999 due at signing, OAC includes 599 dealer handling fee, plus tax, final license offer, N7818. 
Josh Dover here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms. Terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Speeds are stop and go on southbound I-225 between ILIF and I-25 at this point. This traffic report is brought to you by Indeed.com. An accident just cleared southbound I-25 after the Boulder Turnpike, still slowing from 104th on through to the Boulder Turnpike. Broadway to Bellevue slow as well on southbound 25. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Still at Chandler Hutchison. He has that ball on a string. Look at it. He hasn't, always, Mitchell. he hasn't always been that great of a ball handler. Five on the shot clock. Pulls up for three. Oh, Banked it in. Oh, 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 my goodness. Yeah. Hutchison has 44. Again, I, I'm just picking one player, and this is random. I, I have no insight what the Nuggets will do tonight. I really don't. I, I have suspicions, but no real insight. But I always like to pick one player in the draft, uh, potential first-round picks, who fly under the radar, who I think uh, will be good pros. And I looked at some of this guy's video. I, I read about him. I did a little homework on him. And, and I like Chandler Hutchison out of Boise State. He's one of the rare four-year players to emerge in this year's draft. For a little more insight on Chandler Hutchison, let's go to Boise. The voice of the Boise State Broncos himself, Bob Beeler, joins us on the hotline. Bob, how are you, my man? I'm doing good this morning, Vic. Yourself? Very good. Thank you for uh, a few minutes. And the reason I bring up Hutchison's name here, I like yeah, Paul Millsap. Uh, he, he was a guy. Uh, many instances. Damon Lillard, another guy. So many dudes that play in these smaller conferences 
uh, not the big name institutions who fly below the radar and end up being great pros. That's how I see Hutchison. How do you see him? Well, he's a guy that really has gotten a whole lot better in the time he was here. He was Boise State's first ESPN Top 100 recruit. And it took him a little while to uh, to get going. Uh, did not really – he started some as a freshman, didn't start as much as a sophomore, but played more minutes, and then really came into his own in the, his junior and senior years where he started every game, played over 30 minutes every game, and really developed into a versatile player. Last year he tested the waters after his junior season – uh, where he really had a good year as, as really his first as being the man playing for Boise State. You know, went around to several teams. I don't know if he visited the Nuggets or not, but basically he got the information, you're going to be a late second-round pick, so you might as well come back to college. Hmm. He did, and he improved all facets of his game and is now, you know, uh, he's back in New York. He's one of the 20 people or so that they've invited, which means they believe he's going to be a first-round pick tonight. And um, I think he's going to end up going somewhere probably between 15 and 30. I noticed the Nuggets pick at uh, 14, mm-hmm. so I think he'll be there if the Nuggets want him. The interesting thing is there there is rumors out there that basically he's kind of taking himself off the market for the Bulls to grab him at 22. At least that's the rumors because he did not do any workouts for anybody. So the stories around here is that some team in the back half of the first round has promised him. A lot of people think it's the Bulls. Some people think it may be somebody else. But, uh, again, if the Nuggets want to get him, they probably haven't seen a whole lot of him since the end of the season. Hold on a second. This is a, this is a turnoff to me. I now, now I have a – why would he not do any workouts for teams? I guess because if, if, if you believe what they're saying, that you basically don't want to hurt your chances or hurt your stock, I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't – just first first round i i don't believe i think if you're a player and you believe in yourself and you're confident enough you'll put yourself out there and it doesn't matter well, that's fine i mean that's and then and then here's the other thing that i would if i was a player be a little worried about what happens if it comes up and somebody else is falling and all of a sudden the team you think you know you're going to want to go to is you know decides to go in another sure, direction i mean, sure. I, mean yeah, I didn't exactly know it right. happened until some people started talking about it this year i guess yeah. one of the Biggest ones in the past was, I guess, the 76ers promised a guy named Larry Hughes they were going to take him in the first round, and Paul Pierce fell, and they let Paul Pierce go because they promised Hughes. Yeah, don't believe teams, in other words. Don't believe what they say. Um, well, only... no, they, they did what they said in the cost of Paul Pierce. Yeah, well, th- there's a few teams out there, there's a few players out there who I believe can afford to skip workouts, guys like mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton, those guys. But if you're anything outside of the top five, um, not working out is you're, you're rolling the dice on that. But besides that, what kind of leader is this kid? I mean, what is he off the court? How, how do his teammates react to it? Really good guy, really sharp, really mature, really smart. I think that um, if he, you know, goes to a team, I think he'll pick up what they want very quickly. You know, if they're picking somewhere from 15 to 30, I don't think you're expecting an all-star that you're taking at that spot. And I have to say the – could be a good player, could be a starter, but I think to start with, you know, you're probably looking at somebody that's going to, you know, get some time off the bench. Uh, he's versatile. He's about 6'7", six, 6'8", six, mm-hmm. handles the ball well, rebounds very well, uh, shoots it. The shooting has improved every year he's been there. Probably needs to work a little bit on the, on the three-point shooting. Takes it to the basket. 
passes well. So I think you're getting a well-rounded player, somebody that can defend multiple positions on the floor. So um, I like him. I like him personally. I like him as a player. Um, when when he really went, Boise State really went. I mean, and, and the games that he really was good at, he was very efficient. You get to the free throw line. Again, you know, level of competition is going to be significantly higher. That's not what doesn't have good players. Mm-hmm. But now we're taking all-stars from every conference, plus all these foreign guys that come in. So you're looking at, you know, a higher level of play. But, you know, much like when he came into college, you know, he kind of worked his way in. I think it will be kind of similar in the NBA. Last question. We've uh, been discussing the Nuggets' needs, and uh, we here at the Altitude 950 uh, seem to think that the Nuggets' little – they need some nasty. They need somebody who plays with that ferocity. Uh, what does he possess in that capacity? He plays with a lot of passion. I don't know that I'd say that he's nasty. Okay. Um, he'll go get rebounds. Um, he's not dirty. I mean, if, if that's what you're. Yeah, we need dirty players plus. here. We, we, that's, that's exactly what we're looking for. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. There's yeah. somebody who plays that, you know, the instigator type, I guess, who's not afraid, who won't back down. He won't back down, but I wouldn't call him nasty. I mean, and maybe, and maybe because I know him off the floor, maybe yeah. that's an unfair sure. thing because I can see what he's like when you're traveling with him on the road and when you're, you know, interacting with him. And, you know, maybe that affects what I what I think of him because I think a lot of him yeah. is just a guy. I mean, he's a good guy to hang out with. He's somebody that's, you know, is thoughtful, where, you know, good teammate, you know, whether you're number one on the team list or number 15. Um, but he, he is very aggressive as far as getting rebounds. And there's a number of games he had better than 10. So if you're looking for somebody that's going to mix it up and do that, he'll do that. Bob, how long have you been in uh, Idaho? 10 years. Okay. Um, you probably got there after the Jake Plummer, um, uh, tour. Is Jake Plummer still considered a, a legend in those parts? Yeah, I think so. But I also think Jake Plummer, and he was before the time I was here. Yeah. Um, he was also a high school player here, not a college player. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking at, you know, the the top person in the state, certainly in the 10 years I've been here, you'd have to go to Kellen Moore, uh, quarterback at Boise State. Ah, okay. 50 and 3 and, yeah. and going to the Heisman dinner as a junior. Ryan so, Clayton, as as, former Bronco, also a Boise State player. Yes, Bronco. very well thought of, obviously. He was also before me. He, I think his senior year was either the year before I got here or the year before that. Is it, is it Matt Paradis? Boise State as well? Uh, Matt Paradis yeah. is Boise State, absolutely. Matt was here. Matt was a walk-on from, uh, I believe it was Council, Idaho, a little tiny town where he played eight-man football and, um, you know, went from walk-on. Somebody got the bright idea to change him from defensive line to offensive line, and now he's playing for you guys down there. Yeah, now he'll be a 10- to 12-year player in the NFL. Plus his dad falls. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, Leighton Vander Esch, very similar. He was our, our number one draft pick this year to the Dallas Cowboys, uh, 19th pick. He was also a small, you know, eight-man football guy. He was taken in the first round by the Cowboys this year. Boise State tonight when Hutchison's name is called, is going to be one of about six or seven schools that has a first-rounder in both the NFL and NBA draft. Wow, that's impressive. Bob, thanks for a few minutes, man. You're welcome. Appreciate it. That's Bob Beeler, the uh, voice of the Boise State Broncos. And, you know, again, I just picked a dude. I picked Chandler Hutchison, wanted to get some background on him. And, and Bob just informed us um, he chose not to do any workouts for any teams outside of the Chicago Bulls. To me, now, and I know there's different opinions on this, a lot of people look at that as why would you work out? You have, you have nothing to gain there. There's, you're just giving, giving teams a reason not to draft you. 
I have a different take on that. If you're not a top five pick, why wouldn't you work? Why wouldn't you show your wares? Why wouldn't you prove yourself? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's certainly two sides of that coin, right? There's the downside and there's the upside. I think if you believe in yourself and you think you're a player, you're betting on the upside. I'm going to go convince people to take me at 17, at 14, whatever, as opposed to, I, eh, I want to meet 20s. them, I want to talk to them, I want right. to show them who I am. I want to impress them. Why would you avoid them? I, I've never understood that. It does make you feel like, and this is probably unfair, but it does make you feel like, well, what's he hiding? What's he afraid they're going to see? What's he afraid he's going to go out and have a bad Again, shooting day or if what? If you're not Doncic or Aiton or one of these guys who there's plenty of tape and you know exactly what, I, I think you always have to prove yourself. Always. My resume speaks for itself. That's not good enough for me. And not especially for a choice. guy in that spot. No. Like I get it. Like if you're solidified, you're going to go number one. Why would Aiton do anything? Right? Why would he, why would he bother? But if you're going to go in the twenties, it does seem like something you'd want to go improve your stock. Coming up next, speaking of draft picks, can't wait to hear this one. This is the list of all lists. We do it every Tuesday and Thursday, and Manchester has come up with his list. Top 10 Colorado non-first-round draft picks of all time. We're talking all sports now. Non-first-round picks. So basically, diamonds in the rough. Yes. But they have to have been draft choices, not undrafted, correct? Correct. Undrafted, so Rod Smith that doesn't, doesn't count. That doesn't count. CJ, Chris Harris, those guys don't count. They have to have been drafted. And they have to have been drafted by a Colorado team not traded here. Interesting. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Hey, check out Stushi Den's annual rooftop party June 26th and 27th featuring renowned Denver and Japanese chefs. Exclusive VIP packages available. Tickets and more info at SushiDen.net. Kenny Chesney fans, don't miss the biggest pre-party in town at Mile High Station starting at 2 o'clock on Saturday, June 30th, right before the concert, along with Thomas Fred. Oh, it's going to be a great show. There's going to be great Dos Equis specials, plus food trucks, dance lessons, Prizes and a lot more. We'll see you out at Mile High Station Saturday, June 30th, starting at 2. Big pre-concert party. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. If you wake up mornings dreading your day, start fresh. First Transit in Commerce City is now hiring full-time bus drivers. Apply today for a $2,500 hiring bonus. Starting pay after training is $1,850 per hour, plus benefits no experience required. Apply in person at First Transit on Colorado Boulevard in Commerce City. New full-time bus drivers earn $1,850 per hour, and your $2,500 hiring bonus is waiting. A job you'll look forward to. Apply in person at First Transit on Colorado Boulevard in Commerce City. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. 
Just sit on it. This is a live animal. It's a bull. Why am I sitting on a bull? Medvet is a major sponsor of youth sports and local rodeos, and we want to capitalize on that for this commercial. What? You ride the bull into the arena while shouting this month's summer spectacular sale offer. Are you nuts? Shh. Don't upset the bull. Don't upset the bull? Say this. All this month, Medved Buick GMC has incredible offers. For instance, save up to $6,500 on a 2018 GMC Canyon truck and enjoy great leases on new Buick Envisions and Encores. GMC, we are professional grade. Experience the new Buick. Medved Buick GMC is minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com. Just shout that out. He forgot the disclaimer. Stock number G6130, MSRP 41135, plus tax title and fees includes 599 DNH. Price includes GM bonus cash. Subject to prior sale expires 63018. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Yeah, let's have fun today. Elitch Gardens today we play. Summer is here. Get out and get going. Elitch Gardens gives you all access to 54 rides, slides, and attractions. Like free dive-in movies. Free concerts with artists from country, pop, and rock. Elitch Gardens Steam and Water Park. Great parks, one low price. Come make memories today. Save up to $25 at participating McDonald's locations. Elitch Gardens, we love you. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Southbound slowing at this point, although overall speeds are picking back up. Traffic is brought to you by Indeed.com. Southbound 225 running very slow. Parker to I-25 and delay on southbound I-25 with stop and go traffic from the Lincoln Broadway exit down to Bellevue. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McGlynn. Laughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Would it be inappropriate if I ask Lee Jensen for his autograph? I think that's a dead giveaway, Rose, but if I still got the shanks, we're going to be found out soon enough. You heard it. You heard the drop from Tin Cup. That means the third caller right now calling Altitude 950 at 303-753-0950. Want to send you to the U.S. Senior Open at the Broadmoor. That's next week and send you in style. The ultimate U.S. Senior Open VIP experience all week. Listen for that Tin Cup drop. Be the third caller. You get four great seats in the Centennial Club at the U.S. Senior Open. Food, drinks, other amenities, a lot of swag. The ultimate U.S. Senior Open VIP experience. Call now. Phone lines are hot. A little later, our uh, sugar fix with uh, Marty O coming up. The voice of the Denver Nuggets, Chris Marlowe at 9 a.m. He'll be busy tonight, as will the rest of us. Travis Heath, our uh, resident doctor at 9.30. Uh, I wonder how he would evaluate potential draft picks. Again, we just got off the line with uh, the voice of the Boise State Broncos, Bob Beeler. I started the show today by saying I really like this Chandler Hutchison kid. I, there's one guy that stood out to me as I'm looking through the notes, looking at the video. It's this kid. 
And then I find out from Bob that he did not take private workouts for any of the teams except one, Chicago. Red flag? That bothers me. It is a bit of a red flag. Cause it, well, I'll put it this way, Vic. It begs one simple question. Why? Exactly. Why? Why would you not do it? Now, there could be a justifiable answer of, hey, he's been guaranteed he's going to go at 22 to Chicago. He's happy with that. He's fine with that. He doesn't think he can improve his draft stock, so just sit there and wait to be picked. Okay. All right. I mean, if, if you were getting out of college and you had a bunch of job interviews lined up and one company said, yeah, we're going to hire you and that's where you wanted to go, would you go to all the other other interviews? Probably not. I don't know. Um, again, it just, it's a flag. It's it a is a flag. flag. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Uh, yesterday, the Avs found out that they're playing uh, Minnesota to open the season. Yeah. Opening day schedule came out. Today, the rest of the schedule is unveiled. Three o'clock. So we'll be down at Stoney's doing the uh, draft preview show and into the start of the draft uh, for the Nuggets. But at three o'clock, the schedule will come out. Uh, we'll also break that down, to, uh, highlight some of the, uh, the big games, maybe plan a couple road trips, yeah. you know, all the important stuff. It's the perfect opening game, isn't it? Home game against Minnesota, October 4th. Yeah, I think if you're looking at it, there's probably three teams you would have wanted to have as your home opener. See if you can guess them. Nashville? Yep. Minnesota? Yep. Detroit? No. Uh, Detroit. Vegas? Vegas. I think Vegas would have been fun. Or, you know, you throw the Caps or the Pens or somebody in there because they uh, perennial... Contenders? No, I, I'm all in on making Minnesota the arch rival. Me too. That's me too. I, I'm down that road. Let's just go that route. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's stay there. Let's not start over again. All right. For the longest time, it was Detroit. Now they they switch conferences. That's not going to work anymore. Let's stick with Minnesota. Yep, I'm with you. Unless yeah. Vegas emerges, <laughs> which would be fun. It's a uh, if you got to like you know go the uh, home and home and see them in both places. That's a little more fun. Yeah. If Vegas emerges, then we got a different story there. Uh, we haven't delved into this yet today, and I know you have some comments and opinion. Yesterday comes word that the Denver Broncos uh, got a vote from the Metropolitan Stadium District to uh, temporarily change the name of the stadium. Temporarily. Broncos Stadium at Mile High. What's going on here? I I have an answer, but I ask that for yours. I, I think I know what's going on. But they're looking to change the name on a temporary basis. Why? Well, the reason why is they're embarrassed that it's been Sports Authority Field at Mile High for this long, mm-hmm. a company that's been bankrupt for years. Uh, they finally took the signs down, so now it's a bit of an eyesore just having, you know, bare gray space up there where some sort of logo should be. They have to call it something this year. You have to call it something. You got to print something on the tickets and in the program, and uh, you know the the CBS crew has to say, "Hey, coming to you live from the stadium." You gotta have it something. Yeah. Um, they don't want to call it Mile High Stadium because if they officially do that, there ain't no going back. There's your answer. Fans that, are going to call that, it that, that anyway. I think this is actually a move, uh, a counter move so that people don't get too used to calling it Mile High Stadium. That's the last thing they want but, because the naming rights will come. And the longer people refer to it as Mile High Stadium, the tougher it is to sell the naming rights. Do you understand that? Yeah. But how big of a joke is this? Do you think anybody, anybody, is going to call it Bronco Stadium at Mile High. I mean, really, do they think fans are that dumb and that gullible and that that sheepish that they're just going to go, hey, let's go down, I'll meet you down at Bronco Stadium at Mile High. Nobody's going to call it that. Nobody. What, what do you call it? Mile High. Mile High. That's what it is. That's what it's always going to it's be. It's always going to be Mile High. Now, if they come up with a, a good name to it, 
Like, it's very easy to call it Pepsi Center and Coors Field. Of course, they've never been called anything else, so that makes it simpler. But they're easy names, right? They're the total of 10 and 11 letters. It's not Invesco Field yeah. at Mile High. It's not some random company you've never heard of. How many people heard of Invesco before it became Nobody. Invesco Field? Sports Authority Field at Mile High. Could you make it a bigger mouthful? The, the Broncos, can, from the get-go, tried to make everybody happy. And you know what happens when you try to make everybody happy? Nobody's happy. No one's happy. Mm-hmm. This is just another... They just continue to step in it. it. It's just such a bad decision, a bad name, a bad move. It's dumb. It's silly. Nobody's going to call it that. I get why they did it. They have to have something on it, and they know if they call it Mile yeah. High officially for three yeah. days, they can't do it. There ain't no yeah. going back. Yeah, they can't. I get they, it. They cannot. They cannot call it Mile High because if you go down that road, and everybody just agrees we're going to call it Mile High, you lose all value for naming rights. It's but gone. It's part of why the naming rights aren't as valuable as they think. Because companies aren't stupid. They know people are going to call it mile high. Mm-hmm. They know it. And so it, you're, you're also dealing with the team that, look, when they're coming live on uh, Sunday night football all the time from Sports Authority Field, mm-hmm. there's some value in well, that. You know what they should have done then? If that's the case, as soon as the old mile high was destroyed, they should have distanced themselves from the name entirely. They should have had the foresight back then, knowing that if we hold on to this name in any capacity, which they did, it was still in the title. At Mile High. It was still, hey, this is just a new version of Mile High. Correct. If you maintain the name back then, it will never go away. In whatever iteration you give us with this stadium, Mile High will never go away. To those who have gone to the games for years and the season ticket list is on and on, it's always going to be Mile High. There's only one solution. You ready to hear it? Yep. One solution. Blow it all up, start again, and give it a new name. I agree. Maybe that's the, maybe that's what they have planned. And I, maybe this new development there, I've seen the plans. Maybe this new development that they have is is just this that they're going to give it this fake name for now, this temporary name, with the hope that they blow it all up and name it something once it's once it's done. They just need to call it Amazon Field or whatever and be done. The whole at mile high from the get go was a bad idea. It was trying to placate the people who wanted it at mile high stadium while still taking the money. And all it did was make it long and convoluted and a mouthful. And all it did is now a generation later, people are still used to calling it mile high and they can't shake it. This texture hits it on the nail. Mile high stadium is very much like candlestick park. A whole litany of sponsors came in, slapped their name on the stadium. Monster.com, 3Com, etc. But literally everyone there still called it Candlestick. Mile High will always be Mile High. It will be. You're right. And the only way to break that trend, listen to me, Broncos. Listen to the lifelong natives who understand the pulse of the town. The only way to break that trend, because it's always going to be Mile High. No matter who you sell the rights to, it's going to be Mile High. Blow it up. Well, I think they literally, they literally need to do that, Vic. The only way, it's the only way. Build a new stadium. It's the only way. If you, if you try to slap a name on this version of it, half the people are still going to call it Mile High. It doesn't matter. Remember a couple weeks ago when I called it the new Comiskey Park? It's not Comiskey, but you know what everybody calls it? The new Comiskey Park. What is it? I don't know. We, 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 they told us. I don't know. Guaranteed rate field. Oh, it's never going to be that. Nobody they, has lost. any idea. Yeah, they've lost. It's never going to be that. That's what this yeah. dump is. Yeah. It's the same thing. Well, it's not a dump. Let's <laughs> not go that far. Now you're getting crazy on me. It's but, a dump. But if the, if the long-term goal is to do it over again, and I know a lot of people may balk at that. People say, well, what do you mean do it over again? It's a new stadium. Well, not, not really. It's a 17-year-old dump. 
It was it, they, they. It's not a dump, dude. They Enough screwed the, it. Come on. They screwed it up from the get go. They need to just hit the reset button with the stadium, the name, the whole nine yards. They I've, do. I've seen the plans. The if it doesn't include a new dome, yeah. then the plans need to be redone. Maybe those plans do include a new dome. I sure hope. I was supposed to do my list there. Oh, you're right. <laughs> what happened? I completely spaced that. Next segment. <laughs> Forget the sugar fix. That can wait. Next segment. The list of all lists. Altitude 950 is Denver's all-sports station with Vic Lombardi, morning 7 to 10. Losing when you have a lead going into the ninth, those ones are painful. Hastings and Browman, 10 to 1. NBA draft coming up on Thursday. The NHL draft turns around and follows it on Friday. We'll try to cover that, give you as much information as we can. Mark Mosier, 1 to 3. This Matt Shane trade, it's the trade that keeps on giving, man. <laughs> and Kreckman and Harris, 3 to 6. Denver would love to get up into the top five or Six. The more that I've looked at this, the more I have no idea why you would do this. Get it all. Every day. All day. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at bplplasma.com. Hey, it's Mark Mosier here to tell you about the anniversary sales event this weekend at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, where you can get a new Altima for the price of a used. The 2018 Nissan Altima S going for only $18,495. Get to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert. The best people, best deals during the anniversary sale off I-25 on 104th or LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. I said event, JC 114320, stock ever DN 1334, MSRP 24415, dealer retains all rebates, OAC, includes $599 dealer handling fee plus tax, tied license, dealer equipment, offer N7818. The Colorado Rapids take on Minnesota United FC on June 23rd at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And up to the wall, but it's Tim Howard, once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family, no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Badgie delivers! A burgundy wave here at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. 
Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Seeing an improvement on the drive right now. Northbound I-25 is picking up through the tech center. Southbound I-25 looks good through the tech center. Traffic is brought to you by Indeed.com. Although southbound I-25 slow getting into the tech center starting around Santa Fe. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I promise we'll get to your list. I promise you this. Well, just to... At 9.15, Just to recap how this list has gone so far. I originally had it ready to go on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. and you bumped it. Bumped it for the uh, most unfortunate names in Denver sports history. So we could go with Willie Long and Dickie Post. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that that got me bumped. That was worth it. And then today we were slated to go at uh, 8:30. Yeah. Uh, we got bumped simply because you forgot about it. And we started talking about the stadium. And now we were going to do it here, yeah. but the reaction on the text line yeah. is so vociferous. And Marty takes precedence with the sugar fix. We need to react to the text line, yes. and then Marty yes has the sugar fix, yes. which is always one of my favorite segments. Yeah. So I may do this at 9:15. I may not. Oh, we'll we may see. do it at 10:01. I may walk out. Irv Brown, this thing. Uh, again, the uh, stadium naming rights. Um, this is always a topic of interest, and I think people are misinformed for much of this. The easy thing. Let me let me let me read some of these texts. This is the easy thing. Four one two nine. Who cares? Just call it Mile High and be done with it. Don't care for sponsorship. <laughs> That's my favorite response to this. It's not that easy. You think that these. Companies, these teams are going to walk away from money. It's not 1965. Do you really believe that they're going to say, "Okay, we're going to, we're just going to call it mile high and we're good"? It's, that's not going to happen. Now that ever. said, when they did the original deal, the percentage of revenue that they got out of that of their total revenue was much bigger than it is now. The TV money has exploded to the yeah. point. Where naming rights, and I, I did the research at one point, and I, these aren't the exact numbers, but just for point of, like, example, it was like, at one point it was 6% of the team's total revenue, and now it's like 1.2. It's, it's far from a drop in the bucket, but it ain't gonna make or break them. All these people talking yesterday, like, oh, the Broncos have to write a check now to cover Sports Authority fields, our Sports Authority's portion, they have to write a check. Yeah, you know who they write that check to? Themselves. Yeah. Stadium Management Company. You know who owns Stadium Management Company? Pat Bolin. So let's stop crying about how the Broncos have to write a check. Yeah, they move it from one account to the other. They're okay. Managing money. <laughs> yeah, they have to write a yeah. check. 
from 9916, what you flatulent gas bags fail to understand is that nobody cares about the name of the stadium. Flatulent gas bags. Well, let me tell you, uh, somebody cares. They care. I would prefer it was just called Mile High Stadium. It's not happening. I'm not, it's not 1972 anymore and I understand that. I'm fine with that. Here's what, here's the problem though. And you, you, you nailed it. They ever went down this road and it wasn't just with the name, including Mile High. It was the, the feeling, hey, this is still Mile High. We still, it was, people have to understand that weren't around back in the 70s and 80s and 90s that experienced the old Mile High. They didn't want to let that go. And rightfully so, because that home field advantage was like no other, right? They didn't want to let that go. Correct. So the move into the new stadium was a move of, hey, we still have the spirit and the feel of the old mile high. We're Correct. taking it with us. We're just going to move it a hundred yards, a hundred yards in the parking lot next door. And it's the new mile high. They pushed it the new mile high. That's the feeling it gave it. That's when the mistake was made. If, if you want to call it a mistake. It was a, oh, selling, it was a mistake. When you give the impression that the old mile high is now the new mile high, sorry, selling those naming rights, very difficult. Sorry. And, and they sold it to voters by saying, hey, it's going to be the same. And it, you can see it in the design of the building. The the upper decks still are metal yep. stands Sorry. so people can stomp and make noise. You can't the have south it stands ways. still has Bucky yeah. the horse up can't on the scoreboard. You either build a new place yeah. or you don't. It was my criticism at the time. It was, if you're going to build a new stadium, give us something new. Yeah. Put a roof on the place. Let's, let's, let's advance. Yeah. They didn't. They just tried to get a slightly better version of a dump. And you know what they wound up with? A new dump. They have a new dump. That's what they have. Well, it's a 17 year old dump. It's not a dump. It is too. The old stadium, at least the outfield, you can move. Remember how you could move the stands on hydraulics? Remember that? Yeah, it was on water. That it was, was awesome. Weird. The old, the old place was great. This place is a dump. All right. Now you're going, now you're out of control. That's why Marty, come on in. Give us some sugar, please. Sugar fix. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam. Shake that. There's no coming back from that once he's got dump on the brain. Yeah. Dumps, it. Sloan's Lake, it's over. Now you gotta reel them in. <laughs> Today's poppycock. That's what it is. Alright guys, Richard Jefferson turning 38 today. Do you guys remember what year he was drafted? He's 38, so... Richard Jefferson? Mm-hmm. 2005. I'm gonna go even 2000. 2001. He was the 13th overall pick that year. Was he really? Mm-hmm. Oh, long career. Drafted by the Rockets, traded to the Nets, where he played for seven years. He played four years of college basketball, too. He's one of those guys who believes playing four years is of value. Different. He played four years. He played a full career. Different era. 2001, do you know who went number one that year? In the Richard Jefferson year? Mm-hmm. The Wizards had the pick. So two years before Mello Oh, the and big LeBron. guy who really failed. Um, <laughs> That narrows it down. No, no, big, no, no. Uh, he was a Bergnani. No, no, no. He was a what big year old. Was he? he was 05, I think. He was a center who who, who never saw the light of day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Came out of high school. Uh, oh, Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Yes. 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 It was yes. a Michael Jordan pick. Yep. Yeah, big guy that didn't work. That's exactly right. Well, I, Wade... I got it right. What are you guys laughing at? <laughs> good job. We That was good teamwork. We got it. All right, Wade Phillips turning 71 today. You guys uh, have any good Wade Phillips stories? Well, I saw him dancing after the Super Bowl uh, victory in... Santa Clara, I went to the Broncos championship parade or 
the celebration there after the hotel. What kind of moves? He had some moves, bro. Yeah. My favorite. Von Miller were moving. My <laughs> favorite Wade comments, just when you watch the Super Bowl 50, like highlight shows and mm-hmm. stuff and like the America's game and all those kind of things. And he's down on the field. And he's like, and I got to see Lady Gaga. Yeah, like yeah. just so just natural and like pure of like, that's what we would all say. He just really does seem like everybody's kind of cool. He's uncle. lovable. Totally lovable. Do you see Keep to Leaves comments yesterday? He told John Elway, uh, you can go ahead and trade me to the Niners, but I ain't reporting for a physical, so it ain't going to go through. Oh, no, I heard that one before. And that, then it's old news. He wants to go to play for Wade. And, and he, that's where he wanted And that. he also said that the uh, defensive backfield in L.A. is the best he's ever played for. Um, we're, as I like to say, we're fixing to find out. Uh, calm down. That defense is going to be good. Yeah, but the best defensive backfield he's ever played with, come, come on. I don't know. Right. But loaded. do they have a catchy nickname? That's true. That's I don't true. think so. They will. All right, Vic's golfing buddy, Matt Coocher. Cooch. <laughs> yeah. Turning 40 next today. What would you, uh, you get your buddy? Me and Cooch hanging out at Green Valley next week, mm-hmm. next Friday. Cooch is the big 4-0 today? Big 4-0. He did Man. not make the cut at the U.S. Open, so probably not a great birthday for him, but still. Eh, Cooch is fine. How much money do you think Matt Coocher's earned in his career? Let's just guess this right now. Because I saw, did you see the leaderboard after the U.S. Open? The second place finisher at the U.S. Open made $1.5 million. Second place. I'm going to say he's $82 million. I'll say he, Matt Kuchar, career earnings just in golf prize money is $57 million. Matt Kuchar, right. career earnings over $41 million. Wow, you were quick, Marty. It was actually uh, $43 312. He's doing well for himself. Yeah. $43 million. Yeah. And he's uh, slightly above middle of the road golfer? Oh, he's better than average. Much better than average. People know who he is. He's 13th on the all-time earnings list. Can you name uh, the top three? Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. $111 million. Okay, it's got to be most recent, guys, because the money's being made recently. VJ Singh. No. VJ's third. Good job. Oh. Really? Do you have the list in front of you, Marty? No. Because that was a really good pull. DJ's <laughs> third? Third. $70 million. The second one's easy. Come Ernie on. Els? No, he. Phil Mickelson. Yes. Okay. Ernie Els is sixth. Phil is, uh, Phil second. Jim Furyk, fourth. The ugliest By the way, of all time. did you hear, did you read that Phil Mickelson apologized? He I said, did. upon further review, I apologize. Why? I wouldn't have apologized for what he did. Me either. Why? I tell and, you. And why would you apologize three days later? Right? That, that apologize is not hard. Somebody told him to apologize. Yeah, I, I hate the, the canned apology. Here's another thing real quick, and I know we're interrupting Marty, but the Tiger effect, 14th, 16th, 17th, 8th, 18th in career earnings, all over $37 million. Jason Day, Bubba Watson, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth is 18 all-time with $37 million. And he's hardly, yeah. I mean, he's played, what, like I three know. years? It's amazing. Insane. Actually, this day in 2015, Spieth won the U.S. Open at 21 years old. So there you go. There you go. 37 million bucks. Yeah. All right. This day, 1971, Ken Harrelson retires from baseball in hopes of becoming a pro golfer. That's uh, Ken Hawk Harrelson, who calls the White Sox games. He missed the cut at the British Open by one stroke. Really? Mm-hmm. He Almost. was going to be a professional golfer? Yeah, I gave up baseball to do it. Isn't he kind of one of those guys that has all like the wacky sayings and he'll just start yeah. talking about somebody and it's the totally wrong person? Exactly, yeah. It's like Vin Scully, but not not really good. The, so the, uh, he's credited with bringing batting gloves into the sport of baseball. He was wearing a golf glove one day and then felt really? good and it kept, kept going, yeah. Which makes sense. If you wear it to swing a golf club, why wouldn't you wear it to swing a baseball bat? 
I, as, as much as I like the AT&T crew, you know, Drew does a nice job and all those guys, I kind of wish we had a, our own version of just a wacky guy who you, you don't know what he's talking about half the time. <laughs> what, do you want a drunk? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think the Rockies, as bad as they've been for 25 years, Tell me it wouldn't be more fun to watch that team on a nightly basis if some drunk was talking about, well, we're going to the bullpen again, and he's calling him, instead of Wade Davis, he's calling him, you know, Wade Manning. I don't care. I, I will say this, and this applies to all teams in town and all broadcasters in town, and I've had this because if, if only, if only you could say what you really think and get away with it. If only. Fantastic. So give Spilly a flask if, and but I'm told, <laughs> every sport, every, right. I mean anything. Broncos, Nuggets, Avs, Rockies. If only you could say what you really thought. Well, why is uh Harry Doyle one of the best characters in movie history? Because that's how we all kind of wish the announcer you, would sound. He would last two weeks. Bob Euchre in Major League is if fantastic. Only. All right, that's it, fellas. Marty, what did you uh leave on the uh cutting room floor? Um, so in 1997. The WNBA had their first professional game. The New York Liberty beat the LA Sparks 67 to 57 in a barn burner. What is, in all seriousness, what is your fascination with the WNBA? I just think they should get their fair shake. That's all. Just want to bring it up. How many WNBA teams currently can you name? In Chicago the Sky. Okay. New York Liberty. All right. That's two. The uh, Mercury. The Phoenix Mercury. Mercury. Oh, the Minnesota, Minnesota Lynx. Lynx. I'm not asking you to help Marty. Oh. <laughs> I need the help though. The LA Sparks. Uh, Houston Comets might be. Yes. Yes. That's six. Um, Is there a Seattle team? The Seattle Sloop? Storm? Are they the Storm? I think it's the Seattle Sloop. I think it's the Storm. Yeah, I think it's the Storm. Let's Las go Vegas just got a team. Really? Well, the Aces, I believe. The what? The Aces? The Aces. I mean, we're all over this, Vic. I know you didn't ask all three of us to contribute. I, but. I originally just asked Marty for an answer, <laughs> and now you guys. Let's go to break. When we come back uh, in 30 seconds, it is the voice of the Denver Nuggets. Imagine if he got to say whatever he wanted anytime. Well, he does, Ash. Chris Marlowe's up next. Yeah. What is he doing? Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, our following guest not only calls the action for Altitude TV, he's also featured prominently in the decision-making at Pepsi Center. We'll be in the room tonight when the Nuggets make their pick. In fact, they turn to him every time there's a, a big decision to be made. He is Chris Marlowe who joins us on the hotline right now. Chris, will you be seated next to Tim Conley and Arturis Karnaschovas tonight? No. Oh. I will be seated next to Chris Dempsey for the entire evening. Uh, Scott Bay, our producer, will be there. We will have technical support. We will be providing live updates on the draft uh, via Periscope, via the Altitude platforms, and then we will try to interview uh, the Nuggets personnel, the Nuggets brass, as they get close to the pick, after the pick, during picks, uh, a 
other teams' picks. So we'll have it all tonight. It should be a lot of fun. You got to experience the mock draft as I did the other night at Pepsi Center. And there's one thing I learned. It is crazy on draft night. It's amazing how many things can happen that affect your team. I mean, you might have a plan, a master plan. We want this guy or we want to do this. And it may all crumble in front of you based on what other teams do in front of you. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, you know, there's talk of the Nuggets perhaps moving up in the draft, and I can only think that that is Luka Doncic if they thought they had a chance. You know, the Nuggets have one of the great scouting departments, particularly overseas, with Raphael Juke and uh, Arturis Karnaschowicz and Tim Conley. They know the European players. Unfortunately, Doncic is so good, he's not a secret. They've been, they've been scouting him since uh, Hector was a pup. So it's harder, uh, you know, to pull a fast one like they did with Nikola Jokic. But I'm guessing if they try to move up in some way, it would be to try to snag Doncic. Um, would you be comfortable, and, and I ask this knowing the answer, with a team of international players, it, that's what the Nuggets would be known as. and they, They'd be known as the uh, United Nations of the NBA if they, if they somehow got to Doncic. You know, I have no problem with that at all. I actually think it's a very good strategy. You know, you look at Denver. You know, Denver is like a lot of beautiful European cities in Serbia, in Italy. Uh, you know, players over there, they, they come here, and they look at Denver, and they a day like today. They find out there's 300 days of sunshine. Uh, I think it's a, it's a Euro destination. Uh, you, you, you don't have players that are going, well, I want to be in L.A., I want to be in Chicago, I want to be in New York. And uh, I, I think that's fine. If they're fun players, if they're entertaining players, and, and most of all, if they're really great, mm -hmm. like Nikola Jokic, uh, I have no problem with that. Do you uh, foresee Nikola signing that extension this summer? All indications are it's, it's got to happen, right? I mean, there's no way they, they play with fire and let him go into that, that final year. Yeah, there's there, there's... There's language about uh, they'll, they'll decline the option. I'm not even sure of this. Uh, Scott Hastings knows this mm -hmm. backwards and forwards. But basically, they're going to end up signing him for a lot of money. Okay. Uh, there's some procedural things that they have to do uh, to make it easier to sign. They don't want to let him get away. They don't want to let him get courted by other teams. But, uh, but uh, it's, all, it's a certainty that they're going to sign and Nikola Jokic. By the way, I was listening to your uh, your your conversation about Chandler Hutchison yeah. uh, a little bit earlier this morning. What you wanted to know why he would be okay with going number twenty two to Chicago? Well, what if I told you that he grew up in Mission Viejo? He grew up worshiping the Chicago Bulls. Scottie Pippen was his favorite player. He idolized Jordan, and he doesn't care about anything else except going to the Bulls. What would you say if I told you that? I would say I'm no longer interested in Chandler Hutchison because he's not doing private workouts for other teams, and that's a major turnoff to me. That's what I would say. Wow, Vic. I'm uh, sorry. I mean, you know, if you're not a proven... Manchester was right. You're kind of negative. Well, no. I mean, I, I was all in on this kid. I started the show by saying oh. I always pick one kid in the draft that I'm all in on. Until we brought their play-by-play -play guy on from Boise State, and he said that he did not want to do private workouts for other teams. And I just think, why Why would you do that to your stock? I, I don't get it. I mean, listen, you do have to prove yourself. Sorry, you're not DeAndre Ayton. You're not Bamba. You have to prove yourself. You went to Boise State for four years. Prove yourself. And if you're unwilling to do that, sorry. Well, let, let's get 
two, three, two things straight. Nobody is Bamba. Would you agree with that? No, Bamba's a rare, just a athletic, a rare, unique talent in this draft. Yeah, nobody's Bamba, and everything I told you about him wanting to play in Chicago is a crock. I just made that up. This oh. Week. So it, it, it's a plausible crock. Yeah. Uh, you guys went for it, but that's the only reason I can think that perhaps he didn't want to work out for other teams. Well, again, uh, not working out, I think, is a, uh, a mark on your resume. Hey, what if I told you, because we're hearing now that the Nuggets are one of the teams interested in moving up. The Memphis Grizzlies want out at number four. The reason they want out is because they want to attach Chandler Parsons' contract to it, uh, which is a very large uh, piece of... What do you think the chances are of the Nuggets playing that game with Memphis at number four, and why would they? Well, as I said, if they if they have their guy, if it's if it's Doncic or or perhaps Jaron Jackson, and their guy, they just have to have, and they think they can. The unfortunate thing is that Chandler Parsons' uh, contract is a poison pill for just about everybody in the NBA. I think it still has three years to run at eighty-seven million or whatever it was, uh, and he can't play. He can't play dead. He's been hurt. Uh, it was just a horrible contract. So. I'm not sure how the Nuggets would feel about taking that on. Uh, I, I know the Nuggets would like to shed some salary if they could. Uh, so that, that's what makes this draft fascinating. There, there's not a guy on here. Uh, you know, I'm looking at uh, at uh, Chris Dempsey's top 30 prospects while I sit in my car here at the gym. And I, you can't tell me one guy that you could guarantee that you would bet your life is going to be a superstar. Not one. You're right. There's not one guy. No. And you could look down. You could look down all the way down the, to 20s and 30s, and there are guys there that'll probably be all stars. Yep. And there are guys in the top 10 that will burn out. So mm. uh, you have to choose very carefully here. The the NBA draft has been has become so much more of a roll of the dice because of the one and done, because of the European angle, because of the uncertainty. I don't know how you make that a full-time. That's such a tough job to do. I don't know how you do it with any certainty. The certainty is no longer there, Chris. Thank God. I, that, I wouldn't want that as my job. That's too hard. Well, uh, Scott Hastings and I discuss this all the time. What do you believe? Do you believe the workouts uh, and the numbers? Uh, you know, he jumps 41 inches. He, he's got a 7-4 wingspan. Do you believe that, or do you believe the eye test when you go and watch games and you say, can this guy play or he can't play? Uh, so I think I personally think it has to be a combination of those two things. Yeah, you, you want to look at the measurables, and you hope that the measurables kind of support your decision on a player. You like a player, you like the way he competes, you like the way he plays. Oh, and yes, uh, he can shoot the jumper, and he's got a seven-foot wingspan. Yeah, let's take him. Uh, otherwise, then you're you're battling. I, I I, I heard the conversation where you mentioned Robert Williams. Robert Williams does, you know, nine things outstanding, but he's got an issue shooting free throws. So in my mind, that that's an asterisk. Uh, can you bring a guy in to play with Jokic in place of Jokic that has difficulty making free throws? Uh, that would be my concern with him. Mm-hmm. And if you pick a guy like that high – and, and he turns out to be a DeAndre Jordan or one of those guys that can't make free throws, uh, what do you do then? I kind of like it. We, we talked on our Altitude show about the kid from USC, Chemezi Metu, 
who I think that perhaps after the Nuggets drafted 14, if they do, they move up, they move down, but they have two second-round picks. If they could package those picks, move up into the top of the second round, late first round, and get Shemezi Metu, who's a 6'11 rim runner, who's got a good post game, can shoot jumpers, a late bloomer, uh, and is very athletic. I, I would like to see something like that. I wouldn't take Williams as high, but I bring in Metu as my second round guy, let him come off the bench and, and provide that spark. Chris Marlowe tonight on all digital platforms for Altitude TV and Altitude Sports. He along with uh, uh, Chris Dempsey. I'll be at Pepsi Center as well. Uh, what do you have planned for the workout as we say goodbye here, Marlowe? You're in front of the gym. You have your car purring. You're ready to hit some weights. Yep. What, what What's in the Marlowe workout? Well, I already practiced golf this morning. Okay. You know that, that putting and chipping is the key. So I did a, a, an hour of that. And now I'm over here. i got to lift weights. Yeah. And then I gotta get home. I'm on dog duty oh. from, uh, <laughs> 10.30 to infinity. What, 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 Until what, he starts the draft. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what, what is yeah. dog, what do you mean dog duty? Well, we have duty? a puppy. We have a, we have a puppy named Indy. And, uh, he, he requires a lot of attention. So one of us has to be with him all the time. And I can't expect my wife Lori to be the good soldier and spend nine what? hours a day with Indy. You just can't do it. So I have to get home. I gotta be home. In fact, you're, you're holding me up here. I gotta get home at 10.30 and then take charge. Lori's off to yoga, Indy and I, and then we go right up to live Facebook, Dempsey and I at 5 p.m. covering the draft. Man, you, all those years as a parent, can't wait, can't wait to just have a free life again. And now you adopt a puppy and here you are, you're handcuffed. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's like you want pain. You want pain. Yeah, you know. It would have been great if you had warned me before, uh, before I got the dog instead of chastising yeah. the after. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm dog. always about the after. Marla, we'll see you tonight, buddy. Thanks for a few minutes. All right, Take great. care. Thank you. All right. Hey, uh, we need to save, we, we have the great drop from Chris Marlowe saying, what is he doing? Yeah. That's a good one. We also need to, there was a portion of that interview where he said, uh, Manchester was right. Now, I didn't hear that. Uh, can, we need to, we need to save that drop. That needs to be in the system. Did that was the only that. thing I heard in that entire interview. That's, at least that's what stuck with he me. He has to hurry up and get home <laughs> to be with the puppy. Uh, it's a, I just was going through that day of, uh, okay. So, uh, we, we worked on golf and then we, uh, did a quick radio hit and we could go to the gym. Can you imagine just having your, your locked in your house? You're on house arrest. And then you're on house arrest with the dog while the wife goes to yoga. But you cannot leave your premises, not because you're, you know, you're a criminal. You have a puppy. He, it's it's like a um, a canine version of an ankle bracelet. That's tr- that's, that's what it is. Remarkable. That's what it is. That's remarkable to me. Uh, when we come back, we've delayed it, we've skipped it, we've forgotten about it, <laughs> but we will do it. The list of all lists. It's Manchester's top non. First round draft picks in the history of Denver sports. That's next. This hour was brought to you by the Colorado Media School. The demand for media careers is at an all-time high. The Colorado Media School can train and get you into that new career in under a year. Enrollment is open now. Call 303-937-7070. 
It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. If you wake up mornings dreading your day, start fresh. First Transit in Commerce City is now hiring full-time bus drivers. Apply today for a $2,500 hiring bonus. Starting pay after training is $1,850 per hour, plus benefits no experience required. Apply in person at First Transit on Colorado Boulevard in Commerce City. New full-time bus drivers earn $1,850 per hour, and your $2,500 hiring bonus is waiting. A job you'll look forward to. Apply in person at First Transit on Colorado Boulevard in Commerce City. Summer is here, and so is the heat. And at Bestway Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Bestway Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Bestway Insulation could save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Bestway Insulation. 303-469-0808. Craft beer is just not enough to cut it anymore. This summer, how about you up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub? Besides craft beer, enjoy signature cocktails and regional wines, and Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub features a seasonal menu. Try pork belly tacos and spicy shrimp ceviche. That's how to up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. Just blocks from Coors Field at Union Station and in Cherry Creek. Open at 11 a.m. weekends for brunch. Remember the name, Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing, terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. I had a cold and I missed practice for two weeks. My heart used to hurt a little bit. I was coughing and wheezing. When we used to run around and stuff, I used to run too much. You have hard times breathing, cough a lot, and wheeze. Is my breathing coding me back? National Jewish Health is conducting an asthma study for teens ages 12 to 17. Asthma testing, education, medications, and financial compensation will be provided to qualified participants. To see if your teen is eligible for this research study, please call 303-398-1470 or find out more information online at nationaljewish.org slash clinical trials. Stay in the game. Call 303-398-1470, 303-398-1470, or go to nationaljewish.org slash clinical trials. National Jewish Health, science transforming life. Altitude 950. 
Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Listen. Chester was right. You're kind of negative. I'm negative. Chris Marlowe just said it. Manchester was right. You're kind of negative. You can win tac- uh, tickets to an Avs game. By the way, the NHL schedule will be released today. 3 o'clock. Denver and you time. will hear all those games right here on Altitude 950. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to an Avs game this upcoming season. All you have to do is answer the following trivia question. So get on the phone line, 303-753-0950, 303-753-0950, for a chance to win two tickets to an Avs regular season game as we prepare for the NHL draft Friday night. By the way, all of these questions, you can find them before we ask them on the Colorado Avalanche Twitter site. Here we go. Which Avs player wears the number that he was selected at in the draft? Okay. Which Avs player wears the number at which he was selected in the draft? So it'd be like, and this isn't the answer, Eric Johnson wearing the number one. Exactly. Okay. A number at which you were selected in the draft. Right now, call the show, 303-753-0950. Correct answer. First correct answer wins a pair of Avalanche tickets to the upcoming season. We know they open the season against Minnesota. What is that, October 4th, I believe, home game? Would not be a bad selection. The rest of the NHL schedule will be released later today, 3 p.m. this afternoon. We will have it for you on Altitude 950. Marty, do we have a correct answer yet? No, not yet. First caller was wrong, so we'll go on to the second. As soon as we get a correct answer, let me know, and I'll give people uh, what we know is the answer here. I I, I would not have guessed this one. It's a little bit of a tricky answer yeah. if memory serves. I would not have guessed that one. I'm, I'm thinking, I was thinking before I snuck a peek at it, I was trying to come up with it and I could not. It would be like if Gabe Landeskog was picked 92nd. Which has Which not was happened. not the case. Yeah. Or Nathan McKinnon was picked 29th, yeah. which was also not the case. Uh, by the way, I just ran into Dan Tanner in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, smiling Dan. He alerted me and tell me if you, uh, if you thought the same way I did. He goes, Hey, can you make sure to pump up the fact that we're going to have Trevor on the show? Hastings and Brownman. And I said, really? Trevor, Trevor Simeon? Why? Trevor Simeon was the first Trevor you thought of. That's the first Trevor I thought of. You know, if somebody would have just said Trevor, that would have been my thought too. W- wouldn't it? Yeah. Cause it, it would, like it's ingrained in our minds over the last few years, right? Yeah. Hey, we got Trevor on the show and he's not in the top three Trevors to ever play sports. In but, the state. but it's ingrained in your mind. Yeah. It is yeah. Trevor Story that is going to be on with Hastings and Brownman. Who's the best Trevor? Trevor Price? Yes. Good answer. Uh, do we have a correct answer? No. Man, people are just right. swinging and missing on this. Hey, are we going to screw me out of this list again? No, we're not. Let's get to it right now. You can call <laughs> still. The, the, the name's still out there. If you don't get it, call right now. 303-753-0950. In the meantime, here we go. We've uh, skipped it. We've delayed it. The top ten list of non-first-round draft picks in Colorado history. Roll it. The Vic Lombardi Show presents... Almost for dramatic effect. The list of all lists. Here's number ten. Real quick, before I get started, do you want to tell them the answer? Because yeah. we have a winner. We have a winner. The uh, Avalanche player that wears the number at which he was selected in the draft, uh, Nikita Zadorov, number 16. Correct. All right. Pick 64th overall in 2009, this defenseman has developed into a solid piece of the Avalanche's roster. At just 26 years old, number four should be in Colorado for years to come. He's Tyson Berry. When was he picked? 64th overall, 2009. 
Okay, man, this must have been an exhaustive research project oh, for you. That's why I've been so chomping at the bit here to almost as exhaustive as my top ten names. Almost. I don't have any Willie posts or whatever it was. Here's number nine. Selected in the second round of the 2007 Super Draft, this forward out of Cincinnati had a stellar six-year run with the Rapids, scoring 39 goals and charting 27 assists. He also helped lead Colorado to the MLS Cup in 2010. He is Omar Cummings. I remember Omar. Yeah, great pick. Great pick. Second rounder, big part of that championship team. Where's he now? I have no idea. Oh. I think that he's with Houston. Wasn't okay. part of my exhaustive research. Okay. Here's number eight. His career has seen its fair share of off-field problems, which has caused him to bounce around from team to team. But this fourth-round pick has amassed big numbers on the gridiron, including more than 12,000 career receiving yards, 82 touchdowns, and six Pro Bowl invitations. It is the wide receiver version of Brandon Marshall. Whoa. Those are big numbers. Yeah. A fourth round pick. I, 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 he was a fourth rounder. I would have guessed second round. Top. Central Florida, I believe. Yes. Brandon Marshall. If Brandon Marshall hadn't had all the off field issues, he'd, he'd have gone down as one of the all time greats. Great numbers. Great player. Uh, I mean, had that game where he had like what, 21 catches up in Indianapolis. There was a time where they thought about moving him to tight end because he's such a big body. It was, uh, it's a shame how it all kind of ended here, but man, he was a player. Here's number seven. During his eight seasons with the Avs, this former DU center played 538 games, scored 160 goals, and chalked up 298 assists. His departure left a sour taste for some fans, but the 44th overall pick in 2006 was a solid player in Colorado. He is Paul Stasny. And there are rumors that Paul Stasny is targeting the Avs uh, to return. Really? Yeah. Yeah, He's he's got it down, you know, because he's a free agent. And he's got his list down to a couple teams, and the Az are one of them. Would you be in favor of that? Hell yeah, I me would. Me too. I love me some Stasny. Now, what about he's a H- glue player? What about HW? Is Paul Stasny on his list? I don't think so. Probably is, so then he'd have to get him off the list. It'd be very confusing. That's Here's good. number six. While still a work in progress, this big man has a unique set of skills that have Nuggets fans excited. Last season, at just the age of 22, he averaged 18.5 points, 10.7 rebounds, 6.1 assists. He's about to get paid, making him the centerpiece of the franchise for the foreseeable future. He is Nikola Jokic. Wow. Only six on your list. Yeah, he's only played like two or three years. So again, the list is the best draft picks non-first round in Colorado history. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you hear the top five, you'll realize why Nikola Jokic was six. Number six. I get it. Everybody's excited about him. I think he's going to be a very, very good player. Uh, how many all-star games has Jokic made? Uh, none. Okay. Listen to these top five. Here's number five. Taken with the 218th overall pick of the 1994 NFL Draft, he was the anchor of an offensive line that helped the Broncos win back-to-back Super Bowls, produce a Hall of Fame running back, and paved the way for six different 1,000-yard rushers. He's a member of the Broncos Ring of Fame. He should be a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He is our former co-worker, Tom Nalen. Oh, good one. Tommy Nalen. Yep. I mean, a great Player. That's a great pick too. You're right. Diamond in the rough. Six 1,000 yard rushers behind that offensive line. How is he never in consideration for the Hall of Fame? Does he still live here? I think he's up in Rhode Island. Is he? A bit of a recluse. Four. Here's number four. Back when the NFL draft had 12 rounds, this linebacker was taken with the 310th pick in 1983. But his versatility is he could play anywhere on the defensive line and all linebacker positions helped him make the roster. 
and he became a key member of oh, three Super this. Bowl defenses. He's second on the Broncos' all-time sack list with 79.5. He gets some Pro Football Hall of Fame consideration. He should get more. He is Carl Mecklenburg. Yes, sir. Where was he drafted? 310th. What round? 12th. Yeah. Back when the draft was 12 rounds deep. 310th. That's a, that's a deep draft. Do you remember his nickname? Carl Mecklenburg? He's the Snow Goose. Is that what it was? Yeah. That's a great nickname. Uh, that is a good one. The Snow that's Goose. Someone up north. Here's number three. When he was taken with the 192nd pick out of tiny Savannah State, most people thought it was a tip of the cap to his famous brother, but he made the transition from wide receiver to tight end, and the rest is history. He's a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the Broncos Ring of Fame. When he retired, he held almost every receiving record imaginable for tight ends. He is the great Shannon Sharp. Another easy one. I have a feeling I know what the next two are going to be as well. Maybe you'll surprise me. All right, we shall see. Here's number two. When it comes to finding diamonds in the rough, there's no better example than this player. The Broncos grabbed him in the sixth round of the 1995 NFL draft, and he clawed his way onto the roster. He became a Super Bowl MVP, league most valuable player, back-to-back champion, 2,000-yard rusher, and a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He is TD Terrell Davis. I had him number one on the list. I'm Certainly anxious hard to, argue. to find out who your number one is right now. Here's number one. Picked in the second round of the 2009 draft, you saw him developing into a great player. In his first five seasons, he's won five gold gloves, three silver sluggers, and made three all-star teams. He's a tremendous hitter and a tremendous fielder. He's arguably the best player in all of Major League Baseball. He is my number one choice, Nolan Arenado. All right, we can argue about this one. Uh, I love Nolan's potential. But you have Nolan over two Hall of Famers. Well, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's just still playing. He's active. I mean, that, it's not, that's a leap. It's that's not potential when you've played five seasons and won five gold gloves. Terrell Davis is a sixth-round pick who made it to the Hall of Fame. Fine. Nolan Arenado. Shannon Sharp went to something called Savannah State and is in the Hall of Fame. Nolan Arenado has had more good seasons, more great seasons, than Terrell Davis had. He has. Oof. He's had more great seasons. Okay. And TD's hey. number two hey, on I'm, my list. I'm rooting for you, but if Nolan Arenado plays... Show Two me more what years. you've done, not what you can do. He's going to Cooperstown. It's not his fault he's still active. He is going to Cooperstown. He's the best right. non-first-round draft choice in the history of the great Manchester's Centennial State. Manchester's list, top 10 non-first-round draft picks in Colorado history. will go 10 through 1. Tyson Berry, Omar Cummings, Brandon Marshall, Paul Stasny, Nicole Jokic, Tom Nalen, Carl Mecklenburg, Shannon Sharp, Terrell Davis, and number one on his list, Nolan Arenado. I've told you guys before. He's the greatest professional athlete to ever wear a Colorado uniform. Ever. Nolan Arnado. He's number one on my list. Wow. Hit a bomb last night. That's, wait. Yes. Wait. I'm telling you, he's the best. There's two guys named Elway and Manning that played for the Broncos. We can debate it. He's going to, by the time he's done, you hide and watch. You got the Vic Lombardi show. The Snow Goose. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. 
What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, call 1-800-900-6114. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-900-6114. That's 1-800-900-6114. Welcome to Consumer Car Buying. I'm your instructor, Alan Roach, for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Here's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, the rebates, and from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And so begins the sales circus. You've seen it. Balloons and costumes super low come on payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal let alone honest know this class there is a better way the johnson family goal is simple to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time and make your experience a great one that's it and that's why you love these guys just like i do during the jeep celebration event get a great deal on over a thousand vehicles 350 new rams 200 new jeeps Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at bplplasma.com. Coasters, water slides, family fun. All under the glorious Colorado sun. All the thrills with the spills. Like the high flying star flyer, mind eraser, and mega wedgie speed slides. Save up to twenty dollars online. It's enough to make any family smile. We love getting a theme park and a water park in one ticket. Now open late. Gardens, we love you. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. France just scored on Peru. I'm watching this unfold, and there's a balloon on the field. See that balloon? Oh, yeah, right behind the goal. I'm like, where's the ball? Which one's the ball there? Somebody put a balloon on the field. It's not cool. Not at all. 
So Denmark and Australia played to a uh, 1-1 draw mm-hmm. earlier. Denmark was a uh, half-goal favorite going into that. A lot of reaction to Manchester's list of all lists, the top 10 non-first-round draft picks. And we have to specify something. Non-first-round draft picks. You had to have been drafted. A lot of people saying, well, where's Rod Smith? Rod Smith was a free agent. Yes. Chris Harris was a free agent. You had to have a name and a number. You had to have been drafted to make your list. Correct. So top 10 non-first-round draft picks by Colorado teams. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it's written here on my sheet. That mm-hmm. is the title of my list. All right, so answer some of these queries. Okay. One of the texters says, how was Patrick Waugh not on your list? Wasn't drafted by a Colorado team. Good point. Milan okay. Hayduk, wasn't he drafted by Quebec? Wasn't a Colorado team. Uh, also, you mentioned that Carl Mecklenburg's nickname was the, the Snow, Snow Goose. Goose. Everyone on the text line says, no, it was the Albino Rhino. He had two, Snow Goose and Albino Rhino. If you go right now, and I'll pull it up. Mm-hmm. If you go right now to his Wikipedia page, which I know Wikipedia isn't everything, but both of them are listed. I like albino rhino better than snow goose. Uh, that's fine. Nicknames. The snow yeah. goose, comma, the yeah. albino rhino. Which yeah. one's first? The snow freaking goose. I, I just, I just like albino rhino better. It just sounds better. Let's go to the hotline. We do this every week. Our resident doctor who helps us cope. He is Travis Heath. Travis, how you doing, bud? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm great. It's uh, NBA draft day. I know a lot of people are excited on draft night, but this is when the rumors start circulating. And uh, I don't know if you heard the Nuggets involved in several rumors. Uh, some people yep. talking about the Nuggets moving up all the way to number four to take that Memphis pick. How do you, um, a guy who's been in the league, who's worked for the league, who's, who's, how do you get through all these rumors? Cause it's, it's one rumor after another on draft day. Very carefully. I mean, um, look, I, I remember sitting in the war room like a week before the draft and the GM of the team like purposefully sending out smoke screens, which is typical. People do that all the time. So he was like calling up certain media members and sending out kind of intentional smoke screens. And I also remember like the day before the draft sitting in a war room and reading things online about what we were doing that was like absolutely not true. <laughs> so obviously other other teams were doing the same thing. And so it's a unique position having sat there before. So there's just, I mean, there's just so much posturing and so many smoke screens being sent out. It's hard to know what's real. And also, you know, like some of these rumors say, well, so-and-so has, you know, the Denver Nuggets have discussed. Well, do you know how many things get discussed in a week or two? They, they all get NBA discussed. Draft? Yeah, they all get discussed. <laughs> I mean, there's literally hundreds of conversations just by one team, right? And so that's why I say very carefully. I mean, there's just so much stuff that's out there. I will say this, to actually put together a big deal, especially in the modern NBA, is so complicated when you're managing the salary cap and so forth. So the odds are always against a big deal going down. That's not to say some of them don't happen. They Some do. But for every deal that happens, I mean, literally, there are hundreds that – you know, uh, to use the football metaphor, right, um, maybe get inside the 20 and don't happen. Some of them get to the five-yard line and don't happen. I mean, there's so many things that can can go wrong. Like, you think about Memphis, and there's like seven teams rumored to be interested in that fourth pick. Well, that's all dependent on who's still available at that time, right? And so 
it just it, there are so many kind of permutations, and it mm -hmm. just gets it gets so complicated. You're a basketball fan first, so I have to ask you from a fan's perspective: Is there anybody in this draft that happens to be your favorite player, skill set, just the way he presents himself? Anybody that says, "Wow, this is a can't miss." Can't miss is a, is a big term, man. Yeah. I mean, can't miss can't miss is LeBron James. Can't miss is Shaquille O'Neal. There's not a can't miss for me in this draft. There's just not. Now, are there players that can, you know, become great players, generational talents? Yes, but I don't think there's anyone that's a can't miss. If there was, I mean, even Eiton at, at the first pick, right? I mean, I, I'm not, especially in the modern NBA, I mean, he's, a, he's an interesting talent, but I'm just not sure that he completely dominates, ends up dominating, I should say, on either end of the floor. I mean, Doncic, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Um, I've seen him play some, but, you know, more so with Doncic, I've talked to some people over in Europe that just rave about him, you know. Like a 19-year-old kid doing what he's doing in EuroLeague is just unprecedented. You know, that tends to, that tends to be a league that favors veterans. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so for him to win, you know, EuroLeague MVP at 19 is just kind of silly. So, I, I've seen him play some myself, but more so in talking to other people, he's probably the guy that I would give the best chance of being that kind of generational talent out of this draft. Would you be upset as a Nuggets fan if they traded away their 14th pick to shed some salary to rid themselves of Fareed's contract? I, I know a lot of Nuggets fans on draft night, they want hope, right? Give us something. Give us somebody. I, for one, I, yeah. I mean, I understand why you would do if they were to trade away 14 along with the contract. I get it. I understand it. How do you sell that to the fans? Well, I get it too, but it's a, it's a very hard sell to the fans. Um, you know, the way the luxury tax works now, you want to try to start that, you want to delay the start of that clock ticking as long as you can because the first year it starts ticking, then the penalties get more prohibitive over time. So, it, it, you know, it's it's not just like being cheap for this season. It's you know, if Wilson Chandler for some reason doesn't opt out, or his salary can be dumped, or Darrell Arthur, or Kenneth Fareed, some combination of these players, and they can get out of the luxury tax for one more year while also extending Jokic. Uh, that's a pretty good setup. How do you sell that? <laughs> Look, I think you can sell that to hardcore fans. I just don't think you can sell that to kind of the average fan. It's just it's not going to make sense now. I will say this, it depends who's available at 14, right? If, you, if there's someone that you think is is really a, a play, you know, it, I'm not saying he has to be at this position, but if there's another Gary Harris at 14, right, then you draft him. And then you figure out the salary thing later. So, so that's the one caveat I have. If there's someone you like on the board that you really think has a chance to be a player, you take him. Hmm. Uh, what do you do on draft night now? I mean, I used to be inside war rooms. You, you used to be there. How do you, how do you watch now when you know how the sausage is made? How do I watch? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, um, man, I kind of watch with two hats because I born and raised in Denver, of course, as you all know. Somebody, and the Nuggets are always my number one. Uh, so I'm a huge Nuggets fan. So I watch with my fan hat on and, and then I also have sort of an, an analyst hat, but, to be honest with you, Vic, I mean, I follow some of these college guys, but I'm more of an NBA guy. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was working for teams, I was scouting hundreds of hours, sometimes on, you know, individual players. You would spend that much time looking at their game, um, traveling and watching them play and all that stuff. So I don't, I don't have the same well of knowledge that I once had because I just don't follow the college game as closely. So it allows me to be a little bit more of a fan, which I like. 
Um, but you know, I'm always, to me, the fun thing about the draft is it's a, it's a huge game of chess, right? I know everybody likes to put out there, you know, who won the draft the, the, the day after that's, I mean, that's just preposterous to me. You just don't know. Right. So, so to me, um, oftentimes, and I get it, you're trying to get page views and all that stuff. And that's how, that's how media works these days. But, you know, to me, it's more understanding the chess game and, like I've, I've as a fan, and then also having worked in the league, and I'm this way with all sports now. I, I can play the long game better. By that I mean the process of how teams build is super interesting to me. Whereas you know, if I'm just a fan, I want the Nuggets to win the NBA championship next year, right? But I'll watch the draft tonight also through the lens of like how are these teams building, and that's a fascinating process to me. Like if you look at the Nuggets, where they were three years ago where they are today, right, to 10 games over 500. How did they build that? Like that, the process of that to me yeah. is so fascinating. Well, you're a lifer. Uh, I'm a lifer. Uh, a lot of people don't have that kind of patience, which is why you have to heavily balance that. That's tough. It's life in pro sports today. Balance the people that are patient versus those who need instant gratification. And that, in a nutshell, yeah. is the draft. It's a tough process. Hey, uh, Travis, as usual, yep. thanks for your time. Next week we'll talk about who they picked and uh, how they'll uh, how they see to make this team. All right, buddy. All right, fellas. Take care. Take care. That is uh, Dr. Travis Heath who joins us every Thursday on the show. Uh, he's been in those war rooms. He's been in those draft rooms, and as he said, the amount of smoke screens that come from these teams on days like today. For example, Sacramento has put out the message that they are not at all interested in Luka Doncic. That they have no interest in the guy. Yeah, is that per, true or not a, true? Just a just a another smokescreen that they're going to pick him. Well, because it begs the question: Why would you put that out if it was true? Right? There's got to be some mm-hmm. method to the madness. It's interesting though to look at the Nuggets' options for tonight. If they trade out, trade the 14th pick, shed the Freed contract, I'm with you guys. It doesn't. It's not very sexy. It doesn't really get you excited. But I can look at that and go, all right, that's a good move. It's a long-term good move. If they stay at 14 and pick a guy that they think is, you know what, we can't believe he's here, we're going to take him, okay. The one that would worry me the most, and it's actually the most exciting and the sexiest move, is moving some assets to go up to four and taking on this Parsons contract or something like that. Yeah, that's a franchise-changing move. I would sit there and go, all right, I like it. I love pushing the chips into the middle of the table, but you're also going to cringe a little and go, let's hope this works out. It's risky, but for those who like that kind of risk, it's... Let's go. You feel alive. I Things get it. are yeah. tightening up a little bit mm-hmm. when you're doing that. Uh, a lot of people uh, sending in a bunch of your misses on your list, by the way, now. Oh, good. Oh, we're getting some misses. Can't wait. You overlooked some obvious ones. Well, maybe, maybe not. I overlooked them, obviously, too, because whew, that's next as we wrap this show. It's the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Up next, Browning and Hastings. Browning and uh, Brownman and Hastings at 10. What did I call her, Browning? <laughs> They're going to have yes. Jim Klibanoff, director of scouting for your... They're having Trevor today, too. Oh, yeah, one of the Trevors. Yep. That's after the show. Road to Success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. 
It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Josh over here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Calling all teenagers with asthma. This summer, National Jewish Health, one of the leading respiratory hospitals in the U.S., is conducting a research study for teens who have asthma. If you're an adolescent aged 12 to 17 with uncontrolled asthma who's been prescribed daily asthma medications, you may be eligible for this trial. Asthma testing, education, medications, and financial compensation will be provided to qualified participants. We have a limited number of spots for this trial, so please call now. 303-398-1470. That's 303-398-1470. 303-398-1470. Or you can find more information online at nationaljewish.org slash clinical trials. That's nationaljewish.org forward slash clinical trials. National Jewish Health. We breathe science so you can breathe life. Craft beer is just not enough to cut it anymore. This summer, how about you up your patio game at Thirsty Lion Gastropub? Besides summer seasonal brews, enjoy cool signature cocktails and regional wines. And their summer menu features pork belly tacos and spicy shrimp ceviche. That's how you up your summer patio game at Thirsty Lion Gastropub. In Cherry Creek and at Union Station, open at 11 a.m. weekends for brunch. Remember the name, Thirsty Lion Gastropub. Altitude 950. 
Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Manchester came up with his uh, top ten list of non-first-round draft picks in Colorado history, and people wondering why you missed some. You know, Rod Smith's not on the list because he was undrafted. How about this one, Charlie Blackman? Well, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a it's a viable option. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody's got to be number eleven. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, he, he's a he's a viable option. I'm not going to argue that mm-hmm. he. Didn't make consideration. Nicknames for Carl Mecklenburg, you suggested Snow Goose. I like Albino Rhino, but the best one that's come across so far that we've forgotten is Recklenburg. That was great. Yeah, Recklenburg. Recklenburg. Our Power 5 question of the day also, what do you think the Nuggets will do tonight, draft night, NBA, 14th pick? Will they move up, move down, keep the pick? What will they do? Who will they take? Jeremy chimes in, says they will trade back to 16 with the Suns and take Zaire Smith out of Texas Tech. He's the... He's a great athlete, explosive, big dunker out of uh, Texas Tech. Now, again, I if I had my druthers on what the Nuggets will do, if you're going to spend that kind of pick on a nap, I'd love Robert Williams out of A&M who can protect the rim. Yeah, that would be a good addition. I mean, you look at the things they need. They need somebody that can protect the rim. Although Mason Plumley, one of the biggest plays of the season last year was a block shot that he had in Oklahoma City. Yes. So he can fill that role. Um, but a rim protector, um, they could use a little bit of nasty and they do need a long-term answer at the three position. Wilson Chandler, whether he opts out or not, is not the long-term answer. Problem is I don't know if I see necessarily a long-term answer. A lot of people look at Miles Bridges out of Michigan State. Could be the guy. Maybe. Could be. But there are no surefire long-term answers at that position. But Gary Harris, Draymond Green, there's been some players come out of Michigan State that, you know, pretty decent batting average if you go that route. The uh, Rockies win by the same score they won the other night, 10-8. This this game was a little different, though, because this game the uh, bullpen came in and did his job. Uh, Chris Russin scuffled a bit, but after Chris Russin, Brian Shaw... Pitched to one guy. Yep. Got out of the inning. Got the win. Got the win by pitching to one guy. <laughs> Seven pitches. And everybody after him, they came in and did their jobs. Well, and I mentioned this yesterday, both on this show and then when we stuck around and did a segment with Julie. Um, if the Rockies bullpen had just been, has been mediocre this season, they would be in first place. If the Rockies bullpen had been mediocre last night, however, they would have lost. So we got to tip our cap. We've all been ripping them and rightfully so for a month plus. They did their job last night. They were very, very good. Uh, I'll be out at the Overland Golf Course, Overland Park Golf Course tomorrow at 4. Denver Golf invites you to come on out 12 to 6 all day. Uh, for demo day, try the latest club technology from Callaway, Tour Edge, Cobra, and more. All Denver Golf at Overland Golf Course. By the way, the whole Charlie Blackman thing. Uh, yeah, okay, he's a two-time, two-time all-star. He's won a couple silver sluggers. And he, he's a batting champion last year. I understand that people are going to get all excited. How many freaking Rockies win batting titles? Come on. I mean, it's a, it's, it's maybe the easiest thing to do in sports is win a batting title at Coors Field. 954, Marty O, what did we do wrong today? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's fact checker. 
presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs, Ken's Auto Service, a full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. Case in point, four of the last five years, four of the last five years, a Rocky has won the batting title. Four different guys. That's amazing. Four of the last right, five. So, Morneau, Kadire, uh, Charlie. Charlie. Who else? Who am I missing? Um, 2016. So just two years ago. Who am I missing? He beat out Daniel Murphy. He, uh, sat out, out, sat out a lot DJ. down the stretch. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, guys, another airtight show today. Um, you were talking the uh, NFL doesn't have anything close to the Lady Bing Award. The NFL yeah. just started a new award a few years ago called the Art Rooney Award. It's a recognition of outstanding sportsmanship on the playing field. Uh, you guys know who's on the Art Rooney Committee? Uh, no idea. The Snow Goose. Really? Oh, the Recklenberger himself. <laughs> Way to tie it all together. Yes. Uh, that's a good find. Yeah. Who Who has won this award? J.J. Uh, Watt? Larry Fitzgerald in 2014, Charles Woodson 2015, Frank Gore 16, and Luke Keekley just recently. How do you how do you win that? It's uh, outstanding well, sportsmanship what, on the what, playing field. What, you, help, what? you help people up. Like Von Miller helped Tyrod Taylor up. Maybe he and he got flagged for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he didn't help him up. Uh, by the way, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, I'm a huge fan of NFL Network's uh, series, A Football Life. Mm-hmm. I rewatched that one last night just because, you know, killing some time after I got home from sleeping at Incredibles 2. Sure. A must-watch. Really? Oh, fascinating. Wasn't his dad a sports writer? Yeah, up in Minnesota. He was a ball boy for the Vikings. He had this whole falling out with his mother. Like, there's some great really? things to learn. But if you're, uh, if you have a kid or you're a coach of any kind, recommend that one to your, to your players, cause it'll show you how to be a great teammate. Every single guy, and I know it's just the guys ahead on there, rave about how he's the best teammate they've ever had. Watch it. Well, could you not sleep after the movie? Well, yeah, I'd already, I'd already got my Z's in, yeah. so I was good. <laughs> what a yeah. night. You had to pay $18 right. for that sleep. Uh, all right, next you guys are talking about the name for the Broncos Stadium. James had a new idea. Let's hear this one. Not, not really. It's a 17-year-old dump. It was, it, they, they, it's not a dump. Dude, they didn't. They just tried to get a slightly better version of a dump, and you know what they wound up with? A new dump. They have a new dump. That's what they have. Well, it's a 17-year-old dump. And the old, the old place was great. This place is a dump. All right. You know, there's a uh, a company called The Dump Furniture Outlet. Maybe hey. uh, maybe they could get that as well. I I think Waste Management Stadium is the perfect name for that dump. God, how many times can you use that word in one <laughs> one rant? All right, and uh, Vic, you were quizzing me on WNBA teams. I mistakenly said the Houston Comets. They disbanded in 2008, so I apologize. Oh, you fact checked yourself. Yeah. Did Colorado have a team? No. The Explosion. I don't think they were a WNBA team. That was a women's basketball team. Uh-huh. The Comets, weren't they Cheryl Swoops? Didn't yeah, they, they win won, some titles? they won four titles. And they disbanded? Yeah, the owner put it up for sale, and the uh, WNBA bought it, and nobody wanted to buy it from them. So. And moved it where? They just let it go? They just said goodbye, yeah. Huh. Uh, Denver had the Denver dump. They were uh, <laughs> they were only around for one year, though. So. Right, that's it, fellas. Thanks, Bobby. Not bad. Not bad. Before we say goodbye, um, I broke up your streak yesterday. You were about to hit for the cycle. You were about to go to the immaculate week of yep. hot takes until yep. I showed up. Which would have been two out of three weeks, which is kind of making it the equivalent of winning a batting title in yeah. Coors Field. Serve up that fired up finale, please. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. This is just another, they just continue to step in it. 
It, it's just such a bad decision, a bad name, a bad move. It's dumb. It's silly. Nobody's going to call it that. I get why they did it. They have to have something on it, and they know if they call it Mile yeah. High officially for three yeah. days, they can't do it. There ain't no yeah. going back. Yeah, they can't. I they, get it. Uh, you don't like what the uh, Broncos are doing with the name, a temporary name of the uh, stadium until they find a naming partner. It's a uh, terrible name. I understand why they're doing it. They've painted themselves into a corner because they can't sell the naming rights to the stadium. Uh, or or maybe they have grand plans. They maybe have, maybe oh, they'll surprise you. They, Vic, they have botched that stadium since the vote back in 1997. It's been one misstep after another, but I'm supposed to believe that this is all part of some grand plan. We're going to look like idiots and call it Sports Authority Field for years. Then we're going to look dumb having nothing on the stadium. Now we're going to look even dumber calling it Broncos Stadium at Mile High, something nobody's going to use, but it's all part of a grand plan. Okay. Just remember what I said. I think any effort to change the name of the stadium was lost once they made the move from the old Mile High to the new Mile High and they carried with them that Mile High moniker. Once you carried the moniker with you, it is what it is. It ain't going away. You're 100% right, and it's not just the moniker. It's the look and feel of the building, too. They tried to make it too similar. If you're going to start over, start over. You know what? You can cross the same river. It's never yeah. the same water. See at Stoney's tonight. See at Pepsi Center. For those of you making it out to Stoney's for the Nuggets draft party, uh, going to be broadcasting there all day long, essentially, correct? Three to six, yeah, Very in the nice. afternoon, guys. All right, we'll see what the Nuggets do. Draft night, NBA. See you tomorrow. Altitude 950. Rewind. I think guys are are hitting the ball really well collectively as a group, and that's creating more runs. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman, starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I'll manipulate to recreate this air to go around saga. Got a Londa. Scott and Julie with you. Draft day for the NBA. It's a Thursday here on Altitude. 950. Scott and Julie with you. Draft day back to back for the Avs and the Nuggets. Avs tomorrow night, Nuggets tonight. Disappointment last night for, for Avs fans. Will it be a motivation or just one of those things where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver, Denver. Uh, you know what I took it as? Denver. I took it as it was about Taylor Hall and the story of Taylor Hall and where he's been. That he was a first round pick in 2010, didn't work out with Edmonton. Now he helps turn around Edmonton. And then I feel like Nathan McKinnon is 22 and is going to write a lot more.